I'm going to speak at his funeral one day. I'm going to miss giving him uh, uh, ultimate wedgies and <laughs> then putting his ripped uh, shit stained underwear up the flagpole, man. Did you have a kid die in high school? Uh, yes. Yeah, what do, you, what do you do? Drown. Really? Yeah. In the in the pussy? <laughs> He's drowning in pussy. That's right. No, he wish. You wish. Um, <laughs> I wish he drowned in pussy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, because you're such a generous guy. Right, exactly. Because yeah. that's the kind of guy you are. Mm-hmm. Hey, if I was drowning in the pussy, would you guys uh, save me? No, man. I'd let you drown in you, that shit. You wouldn't throw me one of those life preservers? <laughs> I'd throw you a life preserver made out of dicks. And so I'd pull you out. And I would see the whole thing, and I would I would write a song about it, like Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the hair tonight, yeah. Let's talk about pubes and shit. If I saw you drowning in pussy, I would not lend a hand. <laughs> I've seen this dick before, my friend. Right. And then it's the da 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 but it's just fart noises. Yeah. But I don't know if you know that I'm gay. <laughs> well, I was there and I saw your ass. Licked it with my own two tongues. <laughs> the, I don't know the lyrics. Wipe off the jizz. I know what your biz. You're selling your dick on the street. <laughs> I can feel it coming in the pussy tonight. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. A feeling of warm nervousness will unleash typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. Oh God! They're gonna know gonna I'm know dumb. dumb. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Brains. <laughs> 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 Is Satan dead? I thought that was like the start of a Little Wayne song for a second yeah. with the lighter flick. Well, welcome to Brain Jail. This is Kevin Tinkin sitting across from me as Jace Wine Avery in shorts and a long sleeve, thick button up, kind of mm-hmm. like a Texas Saturday church gathering. Right. You all share your Ugh. special meatballs and your, <laughs> you know, your potato salad and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Texas dish of meatballs and potato salad. Oh, yeah. I come on down. Get yourself some meatballs and potato Hey, I saw you brought that boy with you. you he, hey, help yourself some tater salad hey, we're just and some, meatballs. We're just some Texas Italians. You know, I'm, I cook a mean uh, calzone packed full of barbecue. Well, Mama Mia, that's a spicy meatball, man. I'll tell you. Uh, and uh, Jace's uh, younger brother, um, but with a much more mature mm-hmm. pubic hair growth. Hey, mm-hmm. Benjamin. I told you not to tell anybody that. Slingblade Avery. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Mm-hmm. Slingblade Runner. That's right. 2069. 
Is that a yeah. bit? Is that anything close to a bit? Sling Blade Runner 2069? Yeah, yeah. I yep. think so. Mm-hmm. Yep, we ran out of bits to do. So this is what we just do now. <laughs> yeah. We just start doing a voice and then it's free association. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. We don't even what do the voices that well. Do he we? was just a replicant boy mm-hmm. made out of parts. Yep. You know those birds that just like mimic other birds? That's kind of what we are. Well, we don't really have like a unique thing. We just we just try to sound like other things. We just kind yeah. of like a pop. Pepe, 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 Yeah, that's the Pepe bird. You could tell it's a Pepe bird because it has a big white hood on its head. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't like those birds. They're not kind to people. Um, before we mock your autism any further, uh, or just the the disabled in general, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I do want to encourage people to uh, continue to leave us a five star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts, and uh, make sure to send us an email at brainjailpod at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. If you want to send uh, Jace Wayne Avery uh, a nudie shot, you know, feel free. Go uh, for it. Uh, he he loves getting nudes. Mm-hmm. Very um, true. Yeah. Anytime, actually, Jace loves getting nudes so much mm-hmm. that anytime you type an S on your phone, right, it has intelligently tried to understand what you're trying to do, you know, before. So it just automatically fills in send nudes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you mean send nudes? Yeah, I actually have a hard drive hooked up to my phone for all the nudes that I have. Why are you standing on the table? I'm trying to get like... Like high, like out of my mind, dude. So we can like creatively like get the juices pumping, dude. So you're just standing you, above the table because I'm getting a bird's eye view. Like you got to shift your perspective so you can get like tapped into the higher frequency, dude. Yeah, you shouldn't do physical bits, especially on a week when we don't have uh, video. I'm so much taller than you guys right now. <laughs> See, this is just about power. There's no otherworldly thing. I could place my dick and balls on both your heads right now. Well, yeah. you could do that yeah. anytime you want, buddy. Mm-hmm. Why Open don't, invite. Why wouldn't you? You know, red carpet a, across my face for your dick and right balls. You, you, I have a red carpet leading up to it. You put mm-hmm. it right on, right on the face, and I go, "Hey, walk down this red carpet." You know, there he is, <laughs> Mr. Ballsack. <laughs> Doesn't he look lovely, folks? Look at him. Best balls just waving. on the West Coast. Right. East just Coast. children and women just waving. Right. Mr. Ballsack. <laughs> Photographers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mr. Ballsack. Mr. Ballsack. Streamers coming down. What are you wearing? The, the ticker tape parade. <laughs> right. It's just a, it's a, it's oh, well, a, it's a black, it's a box that a bunch of dudes sit on. Okay. And then they open them one by one and then you see and it's all blacked out except for like a light like a light you'd buy if, if you were going to be an uh, ebay seller okay you know one of those boxes but there's a hole in the top and okay. their balls are just draping <laughs> just the balls <laughs> just, no just the balls right and then the judges come by and they just like critique it like they're chefs <laughs> okay there's like hmm. oh like it's the westminster dog show wow very nice length on this pair <laughs> yeah they're holding it out yeah. examining examining yeah. the testes. yeah he's stretching just, the skin out <laughs> he's flicking one nut with his finger Ooh, low response yeah. he's tapping it with a little wooden rod yeah it's just used he's got the, like the the hammer doctors use on knees where they just like <laughs> and they just like they measure how long it jiggles <laughs> for now the chandelier contest is complete <laughs> we can move on uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's uh, the judge is very impressed here by yeah. the natural. Look. Now this is actually a, a mastiff breed, um, <laughs> known for their fur and their size. Ooh, this guy's got a nick on his balls. Looks like a 
uh, quad razor blade. Oh, and tell w- one of the four nicks. One of the balls is actually shitting on the oh, show oh. floor. Ooh, that's gonna cost. That's gonna cost a lot of points. Yeah, unless every one of the other ball sacks shits on the floor. <laughs> That's going to be pretty much done for um, these nuts. Okay, now they're lifting up the testes to see what they got on the underside. The uh, the taint looks good, Roger. It looks mm-hmm. really good. It's nice and pink. What's, oh my God, there's, <laughs> God, there's a tick. <laughs> there's a tick under the balls. Like, Ooh. this is such a. Ooh, that's Ooh. a bad look. We've all been there, but I mean, you know, you got to take it to the doctor. I understand it's been a stressful week for the owner of the balls, but I mean. You think they would have saw this this yeah. morning in the hotel room, Roger? And this this pair of balls actually has a little bit of gum stuck to the underside <laughs> of it. Gum and a tick, Roger. I right. can't believe that. I believe it. Somebody put a cigarette out on the gum, <laughs> and <laughs> it's just sticking out of the gum. You know, I'm starting to think maybe these balls, maybe they had a crazy party last night. I mean, everyone was going into this contest thinking they were going to lose to this pair of balls, and maybe, you know, it just right. got a little cocky this last doubt, night at the club. This pair of balls is almost like the 1988 Cowboys, where they all bought hookers <laughs> before that one Super Bowl. Now, these balls are from Sean Gemini. Uh, you'll know that from his... Uh, <laughs> Sean Gemini. Sean Gemini, uh, from his signature googly eyes. He puts on... <laughs> Each testicle. And uh, he's a real showman. Right. A real showman. And of course, he's going with the Western wear theme for this year's event. You see a little cowboy hat on one of the balls and a boot on the other. Now, Judge Thompson here, you don't see this from the rest of the judges, but he likes to carry around a, a cup of water and just do a displacement test on each set of testicles. <laughs> Just to get the real understanding of the girth and you know how much. Well, somebody's like somebody's watering and cutting it like it's a bonsai tree, like <laughs> the little clippers. It's just a psh, psh. one of the one of the balls is just a it's, it's all cardboard boxes, mm-hmm. you know. So there's just flashes going off, right? For sure. And then, like there's a uh, a very small fan that's blowing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good. It's That's good. a good somebody's, bit. Somebody's yeah. lightly spraying it with a, a spray bottle. Yes, yeah, a little spray bottle. Mm-hmm. And we're going to the interview now, uh, post-contest. They scored a 9.1. Not that bad. Uh, we're here with uh, uh, John, the owner of the pair of balls. John, uh, how'd you, how are you feeling out there? Oh, feeling great, Bill. Feeling really good. The Wife balls said they were good. gross. <laughs> oh, well, I mean. <laughs> now when I come home with this blue ribbon on these bad boys. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, hold on. Let's break the fourth wall here for a second. Yeah. Because I imagine that the balls just existed on their own without being attached to anybody. No, I like to imagine that above each box is a just hairy naked (laughs) man squatting That's the problem. And his dick is laid across (laughs) the top of the box. In 1997, they had to change the rules to put the testicles in a box because a lot of the contestants felt that the whole body was kind of, you know, Mm. uh, yeah. Making the judges you know, right. lean one way or another. Like how you, when you interview for an orchestra, you try out, they do a blind tryout because yeah. they don't want to, you know, accidentally do, not do, hire women. Do some people try to cheat by like using a horse's balls? Oh, mm-hmm. all, the all the time. Like they, ta- the time. they cut off a horse's balls and tape them to where their balls yeah, they are haul, and stick them they through. They haul out the horse's balls and then they stick their balls in the horse's <laughs> yeah, balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And they wear like a little but, suit. So they just do yeah. like electrical tape to like keep it. Yeah, it looks fucking shitty as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like paper clips. It's like all fucked up and there's blood everywhere. <laughs> And there's, uh, yeah, there are ticks all over it. Mm, yeah. Some, they, do horses have big balls? Because I know they have, I know they have big dicks, but do they have big <laughs> balls? Uh, I don't think they're that big. Right. <laughs> Not compared to mine. I was looking at a bunch of DeviantArt <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. There's like this whole subsection on Twitter of people that are into, do you remember Meowth? 
Oh, the the Pokemon Meowth? Yeah. The, the yeah. all-powerful the, Pokemon? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The little Jewy one? That the Jewy was right. the Jewy one? It doesn't one? have to be Jewy. No, they did. It like loved gold, and it tried to steal from everybody. Okay. Oh, I was it thinking... had a nasally voice. I was thinking of Mewtwo, and I was like, it do you did. think it's Jewish because it can control the weather? Is that why? <laughs> That's the Jewy. <laughs> it's Jewtwo. Jewtwo, yeah. Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, he was the only one that could talk. Meowth, I know. Yeah, but he just sounded but, like but a cat. Oh, Again, they cat. have a higher IQ. The Ashkenazi Jew has a higher right. IQ. He's that's like, why it was so meow. sophisticated. Can, can you not? Can we not? This talk is about- the racist Japanese. This is not me. Right? Yeah. They are is- a very racist Wait, country. No, you're. But you're interpreting it. It has nothing to do with Did the you know Japanese. Pocket Pokemon actually in Japanese means pocket you. A lot of people don't know that. Really? When translated. <clears throat> yeah. That's good. That's good to know. Uh, uh, that would be really funny. You're putting in the translator on your phone. It mm-hmm. just says that. Pocket Jew. <laughs> You got to catch them all. You yeah. have to catch them all. Yeah. Uh, now, Kevin, were you a big Pokemon kid? No, I was. Uh, no. <laughs> don't don't you think this guy is trying to catch us some Z's? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I love sleeping. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, yeah. You're that big fat um, sumo wrestler Pokemon that slept Snorlax. All Snorlax. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do love that. The like, Zand up Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You D- love sleeping. Didn't Christians think Pokemon was like. Uh, it was like trying to trick kids subliminally into being like bug chasers. And no, stuff. they thought like, no. they thought it was like demonic. No, they thought it was. Trying they think the Pokemon is an it's demonic, and they're trying to get them to chase the bug. They th- the Pokemon <laughs> are the bugs, they, folks. They, they thought- want them to catch them all. They want your kids. <laughs> To watch the TV and be possessed by the devil to go get <laughs> HIV, the virus that causes AIDS that mm-hmm. we all know. That's right. That's Pikachu, right. a little tiny rat that looks so fuckable, y'all. <laughs> Look at his little red cheeks. The red cheeks means he is ovulating, folks. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was just trying to get kids into hentai. That was really the steps. You I think mean, so? I, I think it's it's more evil and more basic than that. They're trying to siphon children out of their money. Mm. So they can... <clears throat> Seems like a stupid theory, honestly. So they can... Buy cocaine? So they can then... What See, are they going to use the cocaine for? You're so mad I took the microphone out. Well, there's a lot of mic noise now. There was, there's been two instances of mic noise now so three. far. See, I can take the mic out and hold it because I know how to get the mic to not have any mic fumbling mm-hmm. noises. And mm. um, I hold it very delicately. A lot of people just just really go to town on the mic when they try to hold it themselves. Right. Well, it reminds me of a dick, so I, I got to get my hands all over this yeah. bad boy. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, another sleepy time episode, everybody. Ah, <laughs> uh, Well, I mean... We got we go right we go to 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 Jews and bug chasers real quick and I'm just like okay I got nothing to I got nothing to add. This to is just Pokemon this, though. Yeah, we're just talking bullshit. about Pokemon, man. Your kids are the ones possessed by these demons, right? It's Dude. actually Pokemon is Israel and Digimon is Palestine. Oh, A lot of people don't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, but they're so thing. close. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, they're, they're so very similar. similar. Yeah, yeah, but they can't get over their hate. They yeah. can't get get along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because one worships Abraham, the other worships <laughs> Muhammad. <laughs> See, your kids started with Pokemon, Kevin, and now they're on to Sonic the Shrek Hog. And no, they're not into so- Sh- Sonic the Shrek Hog yet. Well, I invented that, so oh, okay. they will be soon. <laughs> soon, though. Since they're devout listeners of the that's show. Your, that's your evil plan to take over America. They're aware of the podcast. They're aware of Pepe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're what, aware of Pepe. They're, they're aware they of Pepe. They have awoken to Pepe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, uh, 
They know what hate is. Um, <laughs> they've 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 left the metaphorical cave. It seems. Yeah, they're really um, they're really on their own hero's journey at this point. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> they were just staring at shadows of Pepe's yeah. and Eight um, Chans, but now they're looking at yeah. the real thing. They yeah. don't want to watch the Matrix yet. <laughs> really? No, they don't. I tried to get my son to watch. I was like, "You want to watch the Matrix? We can watch it. PG thirteen, but you're with Dad." And uh, he's like, uh, "No, that's okay, Dad." I'm like, all right. So we just watched uh, the Animatrix. Was, was he? Is he Tego Biddy's Five? <laughs> I think it was called. Is he scared? Is he the type of kid that he like? He would be scared if he watched like Jaws or The Matrix or yes. something like that. Yeah. Well, he was scared when he watched Harry Potter, and so was my daughter. Why? Because there's some scary shit in there. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there's a lot of magic <laughs> and flying around. Yeah, 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 yeah. It scares the hell out of me. I mean, then again, I'm just a you know orthodox Christian, <laughs> you know, good old traditional American boy. How do you get magic? You invoke the devil. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. May I'm- you turn in your Bible to the Witch of Endor. <laughs> the the one example we have. You guys know the Witch of Endor story. No, right? I have no. What idea. is that? That is when Samuel goes. I believe. I believe it's um, who was King David fighting with near the end? Uh, Trump. Well, he was fighting against Trump. He was fighting that's, Trump, yeah. It was yeah, King yeah. David versus King Trump. Yeah, King Trump, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's I mean, right. He was fighting with addiction. Right, that's for mm-hmm. sure. That's the DSA version yeah. of the Bible, yeah. I yeah. think I think it was, I think, I believe in the Old Testament it was King David and Samuel. Samuel didn't know how to defeat King David. Mm-hmm. So he went out to the outside of the city where the witches lived. It was the witch oh, of Endor. Oh, yeah, I think I, I think I vaguely remember this, yeah. So he used the, I don't remember this. This is the Old like, Testament. There's like parts of the Bible where you, it clearly becomes like, you're like, okay, well, this is clearly fake now. It's well, just I talking don't know. about witches and I mean, shit. it probably happened. I mean, right? who knows? It, it was all just, probably happened. It was just a girl who was really into tarot cards, like lives in Silver Lake. Yeah, I mean. Oh, I say tarot. Ben tarot went, cards. Ben yeah. went from being a complete, uh, just alcoholic, playing catch- in the street with his dogs to be in on Infowars. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, anything could have happened. Yeah, magic can be real. Who knows? It yeah. can be real. Think of that. By the way, I don't want to completely derail, but I love a good compliment. It's good. It's good. Sh- it's good shit. I, I went from hitchhiking in Beverly Hills to mm-hmm. you know fist bumping Alex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's a, when it's you were a at your bottom. Who knew you could have gone even lower than that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You really kind of kept going in the same direction, but you did it sober, yeah. right? You know, Finally made you were it like, you were, you were digging, you were like drilling downwards, and then you just decided to go like right through the earth to the other side. Yeah. You went yeah. supersonic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm making it in uh, uh, Hollywood 2.0. What, what's that anime thing when they you go super super sai or something like that? Like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, what is it called? Oh, Super Saiyan. Yeah, you went Super Saiyan on it. Yeah, to the yeah. Jones compound. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. So oh, yeah. The, he's, he's saying something. <clears throat> so the, he's trying to kill David, and he takes him to watch the Witches of Eastwick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's right. Yeah. That, yeah, that's where that's where uh, Samuel met the Covington kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was having a feud with the Covington kids, and he went outside the city to meet Nathan Phillips right. yeah. to yeah. beat on his drum and Who, summon some magic. Yeah, it's just Goliath wearing a MAGA hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like the look of his smile. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's actually. Uh, yeah. And uh, King David uh, put the DSM five in a slingshot mm-hmm. and That's right it around his head and yep. threw it at Goliath. Yep. That's right. Now, why would he do that? Um, I don't know. It's just a, because he's he's 
Because Goliath was dating Rachel Dolezal. That's yeah. why. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Yeah, King David was a... He's a fucking king, dude. So right. that's why he loved King Trump. David looked out on the roof and he saw Rachel Dolezal bathing <laughs> in the moonlight. I saw her bathing on the roof. I couldn't tell her history. <laughs> She looked kind of white, but her skin was kind of brown, too. <laughs> she loved to perm her hair down there. <laughs> <laughs> did she die? Did she dye her skin? Rachel Zolazol? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't. I really don't know too much about this is more of a Ben Avery question. Did she dye her skin? Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean, she just got like, you know, tans and shit. Oh, okay. I mean, just like went to the tanning booth. They're like, why is this black woman going to the tanning booth all the time? <laughs> oh, this is black good- people get tans, right? <laughs> no. Why would they? Yeah, they do. Yes. Yeah. I'm no, go to a positive. tanning booth. Yeah. Light skinned black people will get like. They will get tan I'm, in the sunlight. By the way. I'm sure it's happened. By, by the way, 2020 black people is back. African American is out. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, since when? I've been saying black American because I thought that was the appropriate term. Right. Been, well, you used to say Negro American. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Afro. Afro American is what you said. Yeah. Mm. You know what I call them? What? <laughs> Friends. Friends. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Human beings residing on planet Earth mm-hmm. in the ga- Milky Way galaxy. Yeah. Dude. Why has it got to be Milky? Let's call it the chocolate Milky Way galaxy. <laughs> From now on, I think it just feels right. Right. Uh, man, I'm glad we're in charge of the world. <laughs> Isn't it great? Um, okay. So well, the, they got to be black holes, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the Witcher Always Vendor is one of bad the bad names. Say we sucking up everything. <laughs> the black hole. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to put it on me saying I suck up the planet. Every time a planet go missing, it's got to be me. Right. And that's your character is just Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's every it's the mm-hmm. same voice right yeah mm-hmm. the milky gay mm-hmm. oh, oh there we go all right, yeah. all right. neil neil taps ass hey. tyson the big sipper i love the milky yeah. way i call it the milky bay wow uh, before wow. anything else i got that wow hey do we have a uh, sound effect of a shotgun cocking pew <laughs> <laughs> uh, pew no, Ben, what were you, what were you saying? The Witch of Endor is one of the most interesting because if you do believe that the Bible is the inspired word of God, you have to accept it all okay. as a handwritten message from so, God. Yeah, continue. Even though, you know, Jesus spoke in Aramaic, which is a dead language, and that was translated to, uh, like, what was it, Greek? Spanish. Yeah, that was translated to Chinese. <laughs> right. I just and then don't. that was uh, translated into Japanese, <laughs> right. which was translated into Farsi. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. Which then I translated into English. Right. Because I can speak all of those languages. Yeah. I just remember reading the Bible and my first like question of faith was like when I found out how much time had gone by since they the events had happened that they wrote about. Yeah. I would I was like uh it's kind of a big deal. You'd think you'd go home, you'd rush right home and get right in your journal. Yeah, not 85 years or whatever it was between yeah. like the events of Jesus well, and like people the write Gospels. It. People usually write a memoir at the end of their life, though. Yeah, but the people who wrote the like Gospels the weren't even... Yeah, exactly. It was like <laughs> Paul was just walking around in his cane. He's like, you know, we had some good times, me and Jesus. You know, personally. 
you know? Yeah, he's actually the only one that, that got to live out the rest of his days. Paul was, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah, lived on an island just being off all the yeah, time. Just yeah. jerking it and predicting the future. <laughs> now he's burning in hell. Yeah. yeah. Good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> he killed so many Christians. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That's a thing I don't get about the Bible, too. It's like even Paul went to heaven. It's mm-hmm. like he killed well, millions. It's kind of like, like the, he like genocided people. It's like a Bruce Caitlin thing, you know? You got to, I mean, that was Saul. That wasn't Paul. Right, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. He, you, he had that, the road to Damascus conversion and then became Paul. Dude, that is a great metaphor for yeah. being trans. It's yeah, yeah, so yeah. true. Paul and Saul, and he even changed his name. Yeah. That's, that's Wait, is, really is that a great metaphor for being yeah. trans? I yeah. think so, because out, out you were bad men, and I, now you're good. Oh, well, okay. and, <laughs> and you know, Saul, or, Saul was like the most Jewish Jew. He says that in the Bible. He says, he says, like he, he did all the most Jewish things. So right. He was like uh, on his own dally. He kept the Sabbath. He lived on the West Side. All, all the stuff. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> fuck you. Uh, it's like, me, the Apostle Paul. How's go, it going? I say something that's factual the from the Bible, and your eyes got so big. Like, excuse me. I own the paper that the Federal Reserve prints the money on. <laughs> all right. What? No, no they need so, the paper. So if there was no paper, there could be no money. Then you could not eat. Yeah, you I have to own. The the paper. You're very welcome for me owning the body. So, and and Bruce Jenner was one of the most you know most manly men. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was a man of out men. Of, out of all the men, I was the most manly. I fucked all the women. <laughs> he said, "So if you're gonna look to someone to hate, look to me." Right, exactly. But now mm-hmm. I'm Caitlyn. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah, he was that's hot, what, and that's the speech I give at every one of my children's birthday parties. <laughs> That's your trunk falling down. That's right. That's right. Bruce Uh, pills fall out of my pocket. Bruce was like, if I was gay, he would have been my guy. And if I was straight, Caitlin would have been my girl. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I flipped That's actually, when he flipped. Actually, in my yeah. marriage, I get two cheats, and one of them's Bruce Jenner, one of them's Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those yeah. are your two hall passes. Yeah, yeah. If I, if I, for some reason I go back in time, I can still fuck Bruce it's Jenner. It's like Coke and Pepsi. It's right. just like, it's fine. You know, we love them both. Right, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You're like, you know, do you have Caitlyn now? Okay, I'll take Bruce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Caitlyn's just the remix. Right. <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh the remix to ignition, right? Put mm-hmm. the key in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, walking we, little kids in the, the basement. Hell yeah. yeah! I love that verse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and after the show, we go down to Marcella, <laughs> and in Marcella, we piss on a child. Oh man, some good falsetto. That is pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? Oh, oh, can I get back to the Witch of Indoor? Oh yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, and then I'm gonna tell you about the bitch of Indoor. You know what I mean? <laughs> Crazy bitch. So what? What's her- broke my good vase? I'll tell you the story real quick, and I'll tell you why it's fascinating. To it's actually like a very fascinating thing to me. Okay. Um. So the Witch of Indoor, I believe it is Samuel, is trying to defeat King David in in, in a war, right? Mm-hmm. And he turns against God by going out to the outskirts of town where the witches live. Right. He consults this witch in Endor and it conjures. Isn't Endor the planet where the Ewoks live? I think so, actually. Yeah, it is. (laughs) But that's actually the story is the witch of Endor. Okay. I, I, I promise you. Okay. I Kevin, I took Bible classes at a private Christian university. Right. Do you think they would have got this wrong? Right. So, it was very expensive. So Ben was. So he also ben. wrote "I'm gay" uh, in a song a thousand times. You know, there's yeah. a history here. But Ben's just like so. Samuel goes out to the forest of Endor and he meets a bunch of little bears and they use yeah, ropes yeah. to take. So, down. Yeah, and they uh, have hearts in the middle of their chest. Yeah, yeah. and they beam light and yeah. rainbows. Into right. Um, oh. Sorry, I'll stop interrupting this story about the witch. Vendor. So yes, the Witch of Endor conjures up the ghost of King Solomon, 
Uh. And Solomon, like he like in the story, he like looks down and he sees that he's like an aberration, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Right? He's like, "Because you can't do, you <laughs> can't go through the dark spirits to conjure me up to ask me for advice. God is going to kill you in battle now." Mm-hmm. And then, really, the uh, the following day, I believe, in battle when uh, Samuel went to battle with King David. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Samuel got like 360 no scoped. Like he got extremely he got spawn killed. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember Jason in the story. <laughs> he not only does he get fucked up really bad. He's mm-hmm. then trying to run away from the battle. Right. And he falls and impales on his own. Sword. I do remember that. Yeah. He yeah. really like almost like a three stooges. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. You got fucking no scope. <laughs> but here's the thing now. So if you do believe that it's an inspired word of God, whatever you have to believe in Ouija boards and tarot cards and all that stuff yeah. that you can conjure up. And you have to believe in ghosts. You mm-hmm. have to believe in paranormal well, activity. I think I, a lot of Christian people do believe in that stuff, though. They totally do. But a lot of people reject dualism mm-hmm. that are Christian. They do not believe in a devil. They don't believe in a hell. And they don't believe in ghosts or anything like that. Okay. I, I had a, uh, and this isn't a crazy wow story or whatever, but just uh, something. When you I w- see the ghost? <clears throat> I haven't seen a ghost, but there was a. A lady who uh, claimed to be possessed and was involved in witchcraft and that had escaped somewhere. Yeah, she runs a great show in Venice. I did it. <laughs> well, uh, you want to do some time? Well, she right? said she was possessed by You're the- performing in front of a cauldron. Yeah, she got yeah. JFL four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nothing yeah. ever happened her, for her. Her demon set. <laughs> right. uh, no, she said she was uh, possessed and she was involved in this shit and she was trying to get away and she came to the church where one of my my youth pastor was there and I was there. And so he, I didn't go with him. I was like 11 or 12. And, and he was alone with her. Well, yeah, he took, he took her to the bus stop. Yeah. Okay. Took her to the bus stop. <laughs> I'm going to take you to the bus stop. Girl, get off on my dick now. Girl. Next uh, stop, my uh, dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All aboard. Let me open the door up for you, right. there, sweetie. <laughs> Last uh, call to ride my dick. Yeah. <laughs> All aboard. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I uh, but I was there when she was talking about all that crazy stuff. And then mm-hmm. he said he went to take her to the train station and he had to get quarters for the locker. And then when he opened the locker, he said there was like old books and shit in there. Like, I don't know. Like the Necronomicon or something? I, I was so young that he probably didn't want to. T- I mean, I guess I was in seventh grade, right. so I wasn't like super young. But It was just the DSM-4. Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> a really old book in there. Right. Yeah. And then when that, homosexuality yeah. was still in. And yeah. Huck Finn is in there. <laughs> right. The first print. Right. The bell curve. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Gorilla mindset. <laughs> yeah. 12 rules for life. <laughs> yes. How to win friends and influence right. people. You must never read these books. Yeah. And uh, Tucker Max, never they don't serve beer in hell. Um, yeah, that, and then I uh, there was a, a girl who was supposedly... <laughs> I'm just imagining the Nazis burning books, but it's just all Tucker it's Max. Only Tucker <laughs> Max. It's just Tucker Max. And, and, and for some reason... Game. Yeah, and for right. some reason, Jughead magazines. Yeah, Jughead. Archie is a menace <laughs> to the German community. <laughs> Damn you, Jughead. 
But uh, that, and then uh, there was a supposedly a demon possessed girl at a church camp I went to. Okay, and uh, there was she was trying to go up to do the altar call or whatever, right? Accept Jesus into her heart, and she started flipping out and barking like a dog. Really? And I was there for that. Mm-hmm. And, I bet she was uh, a freak, dude. She was a straight freak <laughs> in the sheets, bro. Um, yeah, and then we went all we all left and you know prayed for her and stuff, and they said she went home the next day. Oh, well, that's good. That's the closest thing I've ever actually seen. Seen. Yeah, I wonder how much of that is like you know when I read about old tales of demon possession and stuff like that. Is that just like fucking you know schizophrenia that they didn't understand back then? Yeah, I mean it, that's possible. I think uh, I there's all kinds of mental disorders. There's also right. Uh, you know, also, I've seen some acts around here that look like demon possession. Oh, you know don't I mean? get me started, folks. Let me tell you, folks. Uh, don't no, get me started. But, but think about some My- of the things you've seen comics do on stage to essentially get attention. And uh-huh. so that's also a fact. Well, now I'm getting know? goosebumps. <laughs> Are your ears just, burning? Just thinking about the sets I've seen. <laughs> right. You once did a front <laughs> flip onto your back. Yeah. <laughs> that killed. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, my friend Garrett, who's he's a smart guy. He was over here the other day. He's like a famous YouTube guy. I mean, he's a competent guy. He's always told me he sees ghosts. And when he was over here the other night, he said he saw a ghost in the corner of the room. Oh shit! But he said it was a it was a nice ghost. Like he was just chilling. It was, <laughs> it was totally just fine. A, it was just a Chase. ghost smoking weed. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, it was me, dude. Right. <laughs> it was fucking me, my Kevin. Right. I came by after my clan meeting and lit up a J in your <laughs> living room. I just like the idea of a stoner ghost. Just like you just hear a bong rip. Just like, <laughs> oh my bad, dude. Did I wake you, <laughs> bro? His chains are just like Abercrombie necklaces. Bro, can you hold the carb for me, bro? Bro, I, bro, I can't get the suction right. I'm so high. I'm above heaven. I can't get into heaven because I'm above it. Yeah. I can't spit on this blunt, bro, to make it stick. Right. Can you lick my J, oh, he's, he's, bro? He's forever walking around with a loose J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. rolled all he's shitty. Just, he's looking for papers. Yeah. Pipes clattering. He has to clamoring. wander. He has to wander the earth looking for a backwards. Yeah, <laughs> it's Young King Dave. Yeah, Young King Dave. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking nice out. <laughs> so you, uh, you guys have, have both never seen ghosts or experienced something supernatural. Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think I have either. But I totally think it's a legitimate thing. I think I'm just not tapped in the way I'm not tapped into. I, I feel like I've yet to tap into a higher dimension that I need to tap into to become a, yeah. a more successful version of myself, which I think it's just a mindset. Highly successful people get into. I'm sorry. I just think that's real. If you think that's gay, you can suck my dick and fuck me in the ass. I would like yeah, that because a lot. you're gay or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or if you dis, if you agree with it, you can still suck my dick and fuck, fuck me in the ass. Yeah. Right? Take like, it or leave it. Mm-hmm. Um, Offer still on the table, but yeah. I think you can totally like, how monks can tap into parts of their mind and like trip and like lower the light of yes. the room or like how someone can sit in a bed of ice like out in the cold and totally not die. Yeah. I think I did that one with a bed of ass. <laughs> Continue. Um, so I, I'm saying I think I, I think there's, there's something about uh, people that were raised super religious that I feel like do not experience the supernatural. I'm not sure why. 
I just, I, and I think because uh, people who are raised religious are emotionally more closed off. I would say we are more emotionally closed off than a lot of people yeah. when it comes to somewhere being on the spectrum. Yeah. Our hearts are somewhat hardened. I don't know. Like I just, Pharaoh. I feel like I, I, I feel like you're throwing down. I just think, I don't really think there's anything probably. Fuck. I just think it's no, probably it all. Stupid. I no, I, man, I'm, I'm with you, buddy. I, I, I'll tell you, I hope that there's something I, I want to see something supernatural. I really do. When I was doing a, a show on a boat and we saw SpaceX, I thought it was aliens. I really mm-hmm. did. Right. And there was a solid amount of seconds, like 20 to 30 seconds, where I thought they were aliens before I figured but is it, it out. Isn't that desire for some to see something supernatural? I feel like that is a kind of different manifestation of the same thing that created religion. I 100%. Think. Yeah, I think it's, so. It's people, you know... The human brain is naturally designed to try and take chaos and put it into order. Yeah, and just I think, like you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I hate chaos. I know you hate chaos. Yeah. Captain Order. Yeah, you look at my life over here. Yeah, that's hate right. chaos. Hey, he lo- he's an order man. Mm-hmm. I have gravy stains on my shorts right now. <laughs> hate chaos. Is that gravy? Yeah, it is. I, shut the fuck I up. you were getting Lewinsky over here. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm like I'm just like the girl that Kobe uh, raped, and then I have three sets of cum on me at all times. Always yeah. gotta have it. Um, you gotta be ready. I know. I think it's just a, it's just a different manifestation of that where it's like so like something happens that you can't explain, and then I think people are like, oh well, I will take that information, and then you know like sensory like your senses cannot really be trusted at all, really, yeah. if you think about it. Well, it depends by what you mean. What is real? I mean, that's you can get to a whole like you know but, but technically the question, we're all simulation. Wow. Isn't that the question Morpheus asks in the Matrix? He says it depends what you mean by what is real. Yeah, do you mean by what you can smell, what you can taste? Mm-hmm. Right. It's all input, you know, for, to our brain, and then our brain is an interpreter. Yeah, so, I mean, but when you get to that point, you can't even really have a conversation about it because you'd be I, like, "What is even a conversation?" You know what I mean? Well, it's well, no, you that's can not look true. at it scientifically. I mean, there's there's a whole study of psychology called sensation and perception that deals with that specifically. Mm-hmm. That you're 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 just interpreting input. I mean, your brain is even designed in a way to where the nerves that go from your your ear mm-hmm. or your eyes, when they see something that's moving quickly, they're able to recognize that and actually trigger the part in your brain to make you move. Right. Before you and can I even think recognize that's what I'm what saying. I think is. that's more of a an example of your brain could potentially just screw something up. You know, sure. you get a splash of a chemical in the wrong direction, all of a sudden, you know. People do it all the time. They see things that aren't there. Right. You know? I, I want to see Sasquatch. I want to see UFOs. I want to see a ghost. Right. Um, I, I am very interested in that. Matter of fact, there was a, I did a show at the UCB uh, uh, last night, mm-hmm. and there was two witches that were there Okay, that were witches and fortune tellers. That's how they had to introduce themselves. Right. This sounds they're, like... They're con artists. This, yeah. <laughs> and they, God. they were with, with my, my buddy, Ryan Singer, uh-huh. not to be confused with Brian Singer. Oh, I fucking love Ryan. He, yeah. Ryan is I a great Brian guy. Singer. I love Ryan Singer. Uh, he's got a great podcast, speaking of this type of stuff, called uh, uh, Me and Abnormal You, or Me and Paranormal You. And he just talks to people about paranoia, paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I went on it. I told the story about the the possession and whatnot, or the the you know the lady, the girl. right. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I wanted to I wanted to ask him like, mm-hmm. what's my future? Like, prick my finger or something? Like, right. what? A, what? A, like, I, I I I'm curious about that stuff. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I just maybe I'm a maybe I'm an unbeliever, but I just I just think it's like pretty much probably all bullshit. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. You know. 
But I don't know, man. When you like have dreams at night, you're like totally convinced they're like a real thing. Right. So you know what Carl Jung said? He said we understand like 0.1% of the human mind at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and also I believe Carl Jung, I've tried to find the quote uh, before and actually you know who I was talking to this about who confirmed it was Ryan Singer. He brought it up and I was like, I was just reading that the other day. He was like, me too. Um, uh, it, it's about where Carl Jung is speaking on and please someone send me this quote if you can find it. But he's talking about how our imagination is just as real as the reality we are experiencing. Yeah, uh, he said there's actually no difference if you can think of it, then it is real. And he explained it in his Jungian logic, and I too dumb to fucking remember how it w- it seemed true to me. Right. So well, I think that's the more interesting. Like, if you want to get into like, because like when people talk about aliens and Bigfoot and shit like that, to me that's like more like sado paranormal stuff where i think like the really interesting pseudo, par- pseudo paranormal stuff um <laughs> it's paranormal activity but you also get off by yeah, the violence you're, you're sadist. yeah I, I believe in hellraiser <laughs> yeah. that's my one thing i don't know what it was i've never seen it before it beat the shit out of me and i came all over the woods <laughs> i think y'all i think bigfoot is a dom bigfoot he's the ultimate daddy dom <laughs> he's the boss level I dom i could smell his musk on me i could smell it and there was intoxicating i was like <laughs> I was like Pepe Le Pew drawn to a, a hot looking cat. He walked out of the woods with a ball gag and a whip. <laughs> and God damn it, if I, I came five times that night, y'all. You know me, I have a foot fetish. And that guy has the biggest <laughs> feet around. Greg, that was just a big, tall Italian man you I, had sex with. I swear to God, it came more than I ever came. When that Bigfoot stepped on that full pie, oh my God, I loved it. <laughs> and and he, he sat on a turkey. I love that shit. I get off on that. <laughs> he stepped on my balls with his big feet and he squished them. Bigfoot did squish porn for me live. <laughs> squish porn? Yeah. Is that where you step on someone's balls? I don't they know beat what. Off? It, no, no, no. I, I've, uh, I, I, I saw it as a reference in there, a movie it, once, not in on real life. No, your that, eyes go wide. Yeah, not in uh, real life. There is though. a there is a fucking fetish of getting crushed by a giant woman. That's a real fetish that people have. That's a trip. Where they they want to get crushed by like a fifty foot woman to just step on them like yeah. a bug. No, well, you, well, it's not the woman is fifty feet. It's that you're just really tiny. Well, yeah, either either way, you know, yeah. somebody very big is crushing you. You like want to be pug. carried around in their pocket and like yeah. fed little tiny peas. And there's stuff. there's also shit where <laughs> it's, like, still, it's like a Pixar movie. No, I'm serious. Like you're ratatouille. That's an actual fetish. No. That's what I'm saying. It's an actual yeah, fetish. Yeah. There's a fetish where women sit on cakes and right. they like squish animals with their feet and stuff. Really? Yeah. It's well, horrible. that's just snuff. Yeah. Well, that's I, just torture. Uh, Which there's a lot of the dark web is just torture shit. Yeah. It's not Jeez, even sexual. Don't, don't you snuff? I snuff a little bit. You know? yeah, yeah. I've been known to dip my. I actually live stream. I'm a live stream <laughs> snuffer. <laughs> um, I'm I like, wonder, what, all right. Thanks, Blitcoin84 for yeah. the donation for me to kill this bug. Is that the wires being crossed or is that someone that's in so much pain internally that the only way they can express it is by watching something get tortured? It, I think it's wires being crossed, but there's probably some trauma related to that weird stuff like that. You yeah. know, like I looked into like, why are people foot fetishes? Like, why does that exist so frequently? And it's because the like the um, foot part of your brain it's, is it's directly your next, genitalia is directly next to your genitalia and your pleasure center. So it's like they can often get cross wired. So yeah. that's when people want to get jerked up. Wait, by you saying people got a pussy on their foot? 
We, me and Jace you read that. Foot pussy. Jace, I read that in a book you bought, and then I read it. It was Phantoms of the Brain by Doctor Like Ramakandran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was about your mouth. some people. Kevin, this is very interesting. Some people would get their legs cut off, mm-hmm. like yeah. one of their legs cut off, and then they would, when they would orgasm post losing their leg, like in an injury they would experience a sensation of an orgasm all throughout where their leg used to be. Yeah. And if you looked at the map on their brain, like, so where your leg was in your brain, the, the, the cells there that were used to control the motor function of your leg, yeah. those are taken over by your genitalia because it's close. That's the closest thing it moves in because it wants to, t- it's not going to leave a dead part of your brain. Yeah. It's going to use all it can. So then your orgasms become insane. And uh, that's why I'm getting the operation done next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my yeah. legs chopped off. Yeah, well, well, my, so speaking of, sorry, am I cutting you off? Well, I was just going to say we could, you know, we could make the, uh, the quadriplegic walk again if we just make him come all the time. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, yeah. Like the in our first episode, the retarded son that gets jerked off by his Well, dad. quadriplegic is a That's my version of the movie Awakenings is I'm just trying to jerk off <laughs> I don't know people with locked in syndrome. Yeah. Someone with Robert De Niro and uh, Robin Williams where you, you get take whatever. Um, anyway, I'm saying that book. <laughs> you gave up immediately on explaining the plot. You were looking at me. I'm like, I fucking who it, knows. Well, what is it? Robert De Niro paints houses. Robert Robin Williams is actually the Irishman. Right. He's yeah, actually exactly. Irish. He's actually Irish. And Robert De Niro has to fake Robin Williams' suicide. So it looks like uh, it's not a hit. Okay. Um, and he's the angriest man in, in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> angriest man in Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's right. And he, so he jumps off the building and what? <laughs> Well, in the Angriest Man in Brooklyn, Robin Williams jumps off the. Nobody saw that movie. It was gotta, his last film. I got it. Yeah, nobody saw it. No one saw Philip P- Seymour Hoffman's last movie either. What was Philip Seymour Hoffman's? It was last The movie? Mockingjay Part Two. Yeah, which like no, a billion people saw. No, that, that movie like flopped. Yeah, so half a billion people. You mean saw the it. the last of the the Jennifer Connelly or Jennifer what's Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence J Law. Jennifer, what the, what is that the. Uh, Catching Hunger, fire. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. But near the end of the Hunger Games, no one gave a shit about it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. No one cared. Well, hey. That's why Philip Seymour often killed himself. <laughs> I actually believe that. <laughs> I, he went, fuck this shit. <laughs> and then he plunged the syringe right. into his veins. You he, know what? Fuck it, dog. <laughs> he came home from school. His mom's like, what's wrong, Philly? <laughs> he's and he's she, living with his mom. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. And, and he just he's goes, like, yeah, actors don't make that much money, actually. <laughs> Nobody appreciates me. Mm-hmm. She goes, what, what, what happened? What happened? Nobody watched Hunger Games 3. <laughs> And nobody even gets me. It's like nobody even gives a shit about me. You know how many are up here? Does he still Fuck the, you, does, mom. Does he have the big gut? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he has yeah. a huge gut. His mom's like, I like I like Hunger Games <laughs> 3. I thought it was good. And I like your stomach. You're my mom. You have to say that. You don't get it. Nobody likes me. I don't have any friends. All right, sweet. Just take some heroin and calm down. <laughs> She's in Yeah, she him. gives him the needle. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes in his room. He puts on the doors. Right. He puts on his footsie <laughs> pajamas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He listens to the end. <laughs> he died to uh, Jim Morrison saying, come on, 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 come on. Or what is it? Touch me, babe. But his records see that, that I, I am fucking gay. All right. And I don't have AIDS. <laughs> and I don't have AIDS. <laughs> um, the door is the, to the closet that I am coming out of because <laughs> I am gay. We're called the doors. It's the door to a closet. Right. But I'm bumper. All right. <laughs> 
Yeah. Cram Morrison. Robertson. Wait. Cram Morrison. Or, or wait, hey, it's Jim Cr- Morrison. Cram right? Morrison. Oh, Jim Morrison. <laughs> Robbers in my ass. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Right. What is that? Riders on the storm. Riders on the yeah. storm. Oh, yeah. You got it. Oh, yeah, jacking yeah. off to porn. Yep. There we go. It's there gay. We- <laughs> it's gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> Back to <laughs> oh, Phantoms in the Brain by Dr. V.S. like Ramakadi and whatever. Is. Um, Dr. Ramakandran. Yeah, whatever it's a good book. It's a very off. good book. I, I remember reading it as a kid. Um, and he talks about speaking of- You the read f- it as a child? Yeah, so as yeah. a young boy, I was reading. It, that's kind of true. As like a 15-year-old, I was reading about- Phantom limb syndrome. I think she was like a six-year-old. Can I get Robert Duck? I got dad. I got made fun of it up for my basketball. I went on a summer basketball camp with my team, and these, all these people are dead, died in Afghanistan now. <laughs> oh, but man. they like fuck it, and they should because they sucked ass. They were so mean, and uh, I was just trying to. But read they my, weren't even fighting over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, they they just tried to ride their jet ski to Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. they tried to rob a bank in Afghanistan mm-hmm. and got shot. That's right. Um, we were on like a, the bus trip to the basketball tournament. Yeah. I was just reading this book, trying to learn and like get out of this fucking meth addicted small town. Yeah. And they're like, well, is it fans in the brain? What? Jason got fans in the brain. Yeah. Fucking gay phantoms. <laughs> You're reading a book that says how to never have friends. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, Jace was reading the book out loud in Dr. Ramakandran's voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now go do the thing with locked in syndrome. <laughs> now, if I did that, they would have loved me. Um, I would have had all the friends, and then they just made fun of me the whole week, and I hated it. So tell us about this book. Um, tell us about your new book, Mr. Ramakandran. Right. Uh, what the thing is. Thank you, Charlie Rose. <laughs> Um, no, he speaks about, you're talking about specifically about, Hey, all these paranormal things, they can't be real. I lean more towards, there's even this thing. It's, I forget the name of it. It's literally a very powerful magnet they can put on your skull in certain parts of your skull and whatever part of your skull they put it on will, um, basically turn on that part of your brain because you're getting like magnetic waves. Sexually? No, 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 no. Like even like, just like if you put it like in the fear response section of your brain, It'll make you very afraid. Why are you laughing? Because Kevin was trying to force a. I feel like Kevin was trying to be me. And yeah. then he looked at me like, oh, oh did okay. you like that? Like Kevin so he tries to make a joke and looks at me. He's like, am I doing it right? Right. <laughs> and it's not fucking inspired, Kevin. <laughs> you have to be possessed by the retarded spirit and let it flow through you. Dude, mm-hmm. I can I can impersonate Benny. Yeah. yeah. Like, Kevin's like a little it. kid trying to shave in the in the mirror. Like, yeah. At his dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's just Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I'm using just the razor, not the, <laughs> right. the yeah. And right. you're just putting on blackface, yeah. yeah right, yeah. right, right. Wait, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so they they use this uh, machine. They can put it on the part of your brain that it has a religious experience, and people when they turn that on, people actually see God and talk to God and talk to all their dead relatives. And according to them, it's like the realest experience in the world. And they've studied this in people who've had strokes and that part of their brain believe that they've had a genuine religious experience where God told them they are the Messiah or what have you. So for me, I think it's much more likely that, and I know we can get to this whole thing of like, what is real anyway, but there's like, you know, like I know this cup is realer than the thought in my head of God. You know what I mean? To even have a, a, a talk about this, I think we have to like accept that ground rule. Well, you know what I mean? Well, if you're going into like, real quick. 
If you're going into like the Descartes thing or whatever. Yeah, not to get into like a semantical type thing, but if we just like decide like, well, nothing could be real. It's like, well, then we can't even talk about it. You know what I mean? Um, So assuming like this cup is more real than the thought of like God, I think those things that are ethereal, I think are much more likely to be caused by just something fucked up in somebody's brain that causes all these hallucinations, auditory and visually that we know about already. That seems like the much more likely culprit to me. It makes sense. I mean, the, the, a lot of the theories for dreams are just your, your brain trying to interpret random electrical firing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's one of the theories. Your brain, your brain kind of sorting through the day, basically. Yeah. I yeah. mean, human beings, we, uh, we're prone to see faces. Mm-hmm. Like we will find faces in everything. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that we do to just take shortcuts and whatnot. Right. You know, our, to, our default response out. to our perspective, like yeah. a default perspective on things. If yes. you see a cloud, you're more likely so to I see think, a face. So I think the more interesting yeah. paranormal thing to delve into is the idea of even your thoughts and you're just doing a lighter. Far out, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think the much more interesting thing to dive into paranormally is the idea of, well, like, well what is my consciousness anyway? You know, it's my shitty true carry no but yeah yeah i mean that's the whole thing is that what can you know to be true and that you know Mm -hmm. that you'll you have thoughts right yeah that's the only thing you know like getting into a meditative state and being like oh we're all kind of like the same exact thing Mm -hmm. you know i actually i pretend to separate myself well some people go the other way it leads to solipsism which is the belief that only your own mind is the only thing you know to for sure it's the only thing you can approve to exist Yeah. yeah yeah Is uh, Jesse Ventura here? Just want to call in and dive in on this one real quick. Uh, so you're saying that it's all a simulation? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, because what's, what's going to stop the government from coming in and tying in to your neural network into your brainstem? You know what I mean? Hillary? <laughs> I don't think any of this is... I'll be completely honest. I don't think any of this is real. Yeah, it's probably not. I don't think any... And I don't think anything... I think... Dude, think of it this way. Like anything that is important to you right now, like in this moment, probably won't be like 90% of it won't be important to you in like a year. And let's go even further. Let's say maybe 30% of it won't be important to you in like a week. Right. So like in five years, the the likelihood of anything that's important to you right now being important to you in five years is probably not not true. 99% of the things you worry about never actually happen. Right. Which it it almost lends, it's like if that is the case Mm -hmm. and and you tend to over worry and and think about all these things all the time and then like a year later you forget that you even friends with that person or that fight happened or you couldn't pay your bill, like whatever it is. It's just like, well, then that, in theory, then it is kind of a simulation. It is all kind of fake. Well, I mean, that's a thought. I think that's a thought that's, I've been kind of using that these past couple weeks to kind of bring myself back to like level is that thought of where I'll get very upset about something and then I'll, I've literally been thinking to myself, I'm like, this is a fucking video game. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And I mean, we're all, we're all dying very soon. Just Mm. calm the fuck down. Or not even, it might not even be death. I don't even think death is real at this point. I mean, yeah, who knows? I don't know. We, that's the bottom line. You know, we don't know. Uh, but I think, you know, death is real as to the observers of the death. You know what I mean? Well, sure, but fuck them. Yeah. Fuck what everybody else thinks. Yeah, just respect <laughs> You're pissed <laughs> off about mourning. Well, those are just haters. Haters make a death real because when you die, people mm-hmm. go, oh, he fucking is dead. I go, I go, Ben, hey, we're going to- dead piece of shit. You're one of those, like, pieces of shit who's like, dude- we die because we believe we're going to die. Mm, yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah, ben, ben calls funerals hate fests. <laughs> 
fucking hating on this guy, dude. All sad. Stop crying, bro. Funerals are bullshit. Take off the black. Put on a Hawaiian shirt. Why does everybody have to mourn in the same way? Like, that's why funerals are fucking stupid and it's mandated Nobody by the government. No, it's mandated by the government. You have to dispose <laughs> of a body in a particular way. Like, you have to pay. You have to get it. You have to buy a death certificate. You have to. Pay. I don't think what you do to the, with the body is probably going to change. Why can't th- then? Why can't I bury people in my backyard after I kill them? It's because the dogs would dig them up. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Sure. Walk in with a human skull, trying to play fetch with it. Plus, all the- that's kind of cool though. Yeah, and then I could take the skull and put it in a bowling ball. <laughs> you go yeah. over to you go, Emma. What do you have in your mouth? And she's just chewing out a dick. You have to get the dick out of her mouth. <laughs> You're playing tug of war with it. It's yeah. got all stretchy. Give me the dick. Yeah, it's Jace's dick because you murdered him. What the fuck, man? Um, I just picked yeah, I killed him. I was just trying to think of a dick big enough that you could play tug of war with. And you're this, your dick is the only one I could think of. Get my dick out your mouth. Get <laughs> my dick out your mouth. It's just shitty that everything is monetized and we're forced to mourn in a certain way because people are depending on making money from it. I, I just think that sucks ass. Well, I I don't know. I, I what do you, you don't what have do you, you don't legally have to have a funeral, you know. No, not a funeral, but you still have to pl- pay for like a plot of land to bury somebody or no, you, you have to, or you have to, to pay science. to get someone cremated. Donate to science. Yeah, you can donate to science. So then you don't have to pay for a death certificate or anything? I don't know, man. I don't really. Thankfully, yeah. I don't know. What about the ambulance <laughs> that takes the body away? Hmm? What about the ambulance that takes the body what away? What about it? Did the, you have to pay for that? You mean the hearse? Who's paying for that? Are my tax dollars going toward that? <laughs> <laughs> you don't pay taxes for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> probably. They probably do at some point. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't know. That because is a weird thing. If somebody dies in your home, you have to call the cops. That, that is a weird thing because the cops literally have to Dude, come over. No, no, that's what fuck that's, cops. <laughs> no cops. Yeah. My, my grandpa just died and the cop walks in <laughs> to just like do a legal death. Am you're I like, being detained? You're like pig. I, I know my rights. I know my rights. <laughs> I'm a sovereign citizen, bitch. Didn't your grandpa just die? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and then I spit. I'm, I let up a huge joint. <laughs> <laughs> just one of those complete dumbasses. Like, I'm the just border. trying to take your grandpa right, to the right. funeral. Sir, I'm just at a job I hate right now, and you're making this a real big thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's such an absurd thing to be angry at the fact that you have to bury the dead. No, you understand what I'm talking about. Do I? Do you 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 have no idea what I'm talking about? So, so I know this what is you're a talking. thing you do where you act like I am speaking alien noises and you're going. This guy over here is speaking a language no one can understand. You, I don't, I don't understand the problem with like you're like society makes us bury the dead. The government. No, I'm not saying people shouldn't be buried. It's just I think there could be. I think the system is set up in place. First of all, if you don't have a funeral for somebody, I'm pretty sure people would look down on that. They'd be like, they didn't have a funeral for you. Know people would talk first shit off, about someone. I if know. They didn't. I know that you're being, you know, satirical. You don't really care about this. And then when you defend it, and you're like, you really had no clue what I'm talking. Now I'm thinking, wait, you really do have a problem with the fact that we have to bury the dead. It's not. It's not burying the dead. It's the process that you have to go through. From what I've talked to people about it, it seems somewhat painful. And that you, from what I, from what I understand, you have to buy a death certificate to prove to the government that this person is dead. Well, yeah, I mean, there is a reason for that, though. So you're not just killing people, you know what I mean? Well, and you, the death certificate, so that Hmm. you can essentially get out of their debts or get break contracts, legal contracts with somebody because they're dead. This is like you guys really love the man. Life insurance. (laughs) 
This uh, is like the most libertarian thing I've ever heard. It's yeah, bullshit, dude. Yeah, wait, Jace, you always do this thing where like you're like that's the most no, no, libertarian. No. But why can't you just get a death certificate? Like, why do you have to pay for one? I here's the first one. None of us knows. know the process of this. Well, probably because they somebody has to pay for the paper or the person that prints it out and all that type of shit, and you have to have the legal document in order to go file for you know all the shit to get their money out of the bank and all this stuff i mean there's you know a process and it's nice to have a piece of paper to give to somebody as opposed to carting around the dead body of your father you know so you can get his inheritance money or whatever you as take proof it to, yeah it's just a, a legal yeah, document. you just don't have to chop his hand off and so keep people aren't people. faking their own deaths okay. and getting out of shit i'm starting to see i am the retarded one <laughs> And the end of the uh, argument. It's just a function, you know. Oh, and I, you know, I know you're full of shit. You're just fucking around. But that's why it was so funny when you're like, hey, "How is this crazy? Could there be a better way to do it, though?" You think? <laughs> yeah, just put everybody in a cannon and just shoot them. You need to yeah. do an infomercial that comes on at two thirty in the morning. There's got to be a better way. Right. <laughs> like, somebody's There's, at a funeral. Has this ever happened to you? Right. There's got to be a better way when it like. When it comes to getting healthcare, when it comes to getting proper coverage, when it comes like I feel like all this stuff, there's got to be a better. Oh, way all of America stuff. is completely fucked in how it, it operates. It's like the most retarded shit of all time. Like try to get therapy in America, it's like one of the most difficult things you can do, or try to get medication like f- for like psychological reasons. It's like one of the most difficult things in the world. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even know what number to call if I needed a consultation. But from what I understand, if you want a consultation for something, it could take upwards of like a month to get it. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. You just got to type it into the, you know, into the search engine and search around. I had a hell of a time trying to find a therapist, though. I had to do the online thing. Mm -hmm. And that was no fun. I saw that there's this app now where you can you can get a therapist and you can just text them and call better help. I did that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I heard it's a scam also. Some people think it's a scam because it's not licensed people. Well, it seems to just be an app to just have someone who pretends to give a shit about you. Yeah. If you like, don't have anyone in your life that it cares It was almost about like you. an auto response where I'm just like, I'm bleeding out right now. Dear God, I dear, dear God, what's going to happen? I, I'm going to die. I've just murdered my whole family. And then they're like, have you considered jogging? <laughs> really? Yeah. No, I didn't. We should download that. it and tell them that we killed a bunch of people. I don't think we should do that. We could probably do something that's a little bit um, less legal, has less legal ramifications. Tell them that we're gay. Yeah. Yeah. And then they call, they have to call the cops on us. <laughs> <laughs> we just hear like SWAT, like a SWAT team burst through our windows. As soon as yeah. you type in your, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The app. A flash bomb, get, like just slides <laughs> into the living room. You're like, what's that? <laughs> You're just stumbling around reaching for dicks. Put yeah. the ass down, sir. Put the ass down. <laughs> Let me see your cock. Yeah. <laughs> so back to, I guess, the thesis of the whole thing we're kind of talking about then mm-hmm. is so you, you Jace writes it off. Jace writes off a lot of the supernatural, which I'm totally fine with. I'm totally fine with. Well, now but, I'm being attacked. Uh, would you any disagreement is an attack? Would you feel comfortable? Would you say you've done enough research? Like, have you tried a Ouija board? Have you tried to speak to the dead? Have you tried to summon the dead? No. Would you be interested in trying to do that? To, no, because I'm also not. I'm not. I'm not saying. Here's the thing: is I'm not saying like it's fucking dumb. You know what I mean? I'm saying that's just what I think on it. But I also wouldn't ever want to bring that energy into my life. You know what I mean? Because I'm scared of it. So, Which, oh, I think that's oh most, interesting. I think that's how most people. I'm not saying. Like I said, I'm not saying like if you believe in this, you're fucking retarded. I'm saying like I think like most no, I things. Get that. I think like most things in life. It's like unfortunately the kind of boring 
answer is the one that's yeah. right. You know what no, I mean? No, I, I kind of get that. It's like a like if you read that book, House of Leaves, and you like I had a friend that read Love that, that and we just went just Love went that. paranoid. It's me. And, it's me. I read that book. No, but but Travis also read it, and Travis said he got super paranoid right. and started hearing voices in the house, and he couldn't finish the book. Mm-hmm. And books can definitely put you in that mindset. So you're saying if you started dabbling in Ouija boards and stuff like that, it could start fucking with your head. Yeah, I think I think it can definitely fuck with your head, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's like the number twenty three. If you're looking for something, you're gonna find it. Mm. You know what I mean? And then if you're worried, you're bringing all this dark energy into your life. Like, why would you, you know, it's the same reason I don't watch like faces of death videos or shit like that. It's no. like, why would I put that, you know, energy into my head? Yeah. The art you consume can kind of affect your day to day. Yeah, for sure. What if, what if we, okay. What if we took the pod on the road and just had like the mobile recorder and we go to, uh, you know, some witch craft place and try to resurrect somebody from the dead. See, I don't like that. I wouldn't want to do that. You don't want to try to resurrect somebody. Because I'm from like, the dead? yeah, you know, if it is real, why would I want to open a doorway to something? You yeah, know what I mean. But what if it's Chris Farley? If it's Chris Farley, yeah, yeah. If so, we can resurrect Chris Farley, so are you worried about your mental health, or do you think a ghost could like chop your head off or something? No, maybe both. You know what I mean? It's the same reason like I don't go skydiving. I'm like, yeah, you know, you could do that. Would you spend the night in a in a house that was so called haunted? Yeah, I would do that for no reason. No, just, I'm saying it's like no, something. I wouldn't because I would be scared. I, I don't yeah, want to yeah. do something that's like just scary to me for no reason. It's you know? so you do think yeah. it's real then? I don't think it's real, but I'm scared of it. I don't think it's real or not real. I'm not taking a hard line hmm. stance on it. Your that's, gut reaction tells you it's not real, but if you put yourself in a situation where there might be ghosts, right. you would get scared. If when I get on an airplane, I know I'm not going to crash and die, but I'm still very scared mm. of it. You know what yeah. I mean? There's a difference between your emotions and your your brain. You know? Yeah. Dude, we went to a, a cemetery once, mm-hmm. uh, me and my buddies, and my buddy had a little meteorite rock. Okay. And uh, he, there's this lady that was like a super spiritual person that he worked with at his school, mm-hmm. was like saying that if you put the the uh, the meteorite, it's it increases supernatural sh- visions or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he put the meteorite on his ajna, which is like his third eye. Okay. Which this is this is him explaining that he she told him this thing. right. And then we went out to a cemetery and just hung out for a little while and mm-hmm. like we recorded it and everything. It was for the first podcast that I did and uh, it's not anywhere. But um, did it, anything happen? Nothing happened. But yeah. We really wanted something to happen. Uh, we were trying to investigate the ghost of La Llorona, which is like the the, the, the wailing woman, the wailing woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, there was uh, apparently there was activity out uh, in a place by Fresno right. called Snake Road. And uh, yeah, nothing happened. I was so bummed out. Yeah, it's just like of, even like you telling that story about the meteorite. Like my gut reaction is like, just fuck this lady. You know, who yeah, said yeah. these things. Well, she by the way, when she found out what he did, because he told her because he thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. She like flipped out. He said and was right. like screaming at him and like you shouldn't do that. I can't believe you did that. You really shouldn't have done that. Right? Like, it was like flipping out. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like when I, you talk to all these people who are really into it, I just think all, all of them are dumb. You know? What yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I I I like that point of view and i hope that the amount the of the amount of dates i've gone on with just women in la who are like yeah i'm into like reiki healing and i pay 200 dollars for a woman who's a reiki healer to take the bad I'm into energy rafi healing rafi rafi yeah. <laughs> the kid singer yeah i, I like rafi healing mm-hmm. i just listen to rafi yeah. and a guy dress up in the suit mm-hmm. and just uh rub mm-hmm. put his hands a quarter inch away from my skin mm-hmm. and it always helps me uh to to feel better ben you are frowning into the middle nothing well i'm just trying to think of those people that jason it's just it is interesting because those people that like if they if you believe in there's like there's light and there's dark 
why would you spend the majority of your, like your emotional energy just seeking out the dark? Well, and yeah, and like why not just seek out the, well, the light? Because I think that's the thing is like when I when I interact with these people, to me it reads the same as religion. It reads the same as religion, but it's for people who are too cool to be religious, so they can't be Christian because they know that's bullshit. Because the people around them thinks it think it's bullshit. Yeah, but it is so painful to a lot of people to exist in the boring nothingness that is actual life. You know, we're just atoms slowly breaking apart. And that's a very terrifying thought to a lot of people. So I think people want there to be more. Mm -hmm. So they will invest in this bullshit, like dark art stuff to believe that there is more out there. I think a lot of people, I think I totally agree with you. I think that a lot of rich people actually do it because they think there's something cool about it. Mm -hmm. They like, they love those people like uh, Maria Abramovich Abramovich. Yeah. That lady like, or they're into masks Mm -hmm. or they're into like handcuffs or like weird fucked up, like satanic paintings because the people who are kind of wealthy, but not uber wealthy are, live somewhat meaningless lives, somewhat yeah. empty well, lives. People just want so their, it's just, it's like a cool, like, pe- Oh, I wore this mask to people a just want there to be yeah. people are, people are also looking for control. Like I remember when I was a kid, I used to do this thing. I, I figured it was more common when I got, Oh, I thought it was a weird thing. Like I would count, like if we were driving on the highway, like in you between like, um, fucking telephone poles, I would try to count to seven and time it perfectly between poles just over and over and over again. Yeah. I would try to take three steps before every crack and a sidewalk. Did I ever tell you I did that? Yeah. Too? It's a very common thing. And I, I looked up the reason for it is it's a desire for control. It's like an OCD type thing. So it is people trying to gain control of their life, which they ultimately have no control over. And that's that idea is so, so scary to people. It's not it, maybe it's not scary. It's very it's very depressing to a lot of people, I think. Hmm. That you're just here and there's no yeah. there's no grand thing that's gonna fix everything. It's just always gonna be how this moment is, it's gonna be that forever. Well, I know? think that's why, like for me, logically it makes sense that like the ultra wealthy are into occults and shit like mm-hmm. that. Because if you're ultra wealthy, you you have enough money to kind of get whatever you want. You right. know what I mean? But you can't buy love and you can't buy like, you know, a supernatural experience and shit like that. If they're trying to like Get really, by talent. Yeah, yeah. Um, Intellect. But yeah, it's all that type of shit where Humor. it's just like, how do I get it Likeability. How do I charm. get everything? Because you know, if you're consuming wealth mm-hmm. and you're just trying, like, well, how do I get, I'm not, you know, and so you're trying to in, you know, incarnate that shit. And, and then I think, it be, it, I think it can manifest in a lot of things. I think, you know, like I think therapy became a new religion for me for a while where there's like, there's this thing I, I talk about in therapy. Like, there's always like this idea that like there's some idea of heaven that I can get to, and I think a lot of people live with this, where there's the current moment, and then there's a future version of my current moment where everything's all of a sudden there are no troubles, you know? Right. Everything's fucking easy street, you know. And it's always like this grass is greener type thing. Like it'll be better one day than it currently is, even if it currently is good. Right. Compared to other people, it'll get better one day. And I think people look for ways to try and make that possible because if you accept the fact that you're like oh how i feel now is pretty close to how i'm gonna feel forever you know barring you know addiction or severe mental illness or something i think that would take a lot of hope out of people and i think people need that kind of hope just to go through their fucking boring you know doldrum lives yeah so i think clinging to this paranormal type shit in any facet that it can be 
whether it be self-help, ghosts, Reiki healing, tarot cards, it's just people trying to be like, there's got to be something more because I don't like this. I don't like what I'm currently in. Yeah. So well, please let there be something more. Yeah, I guess that's why people escape into something like video games also. Mm-hmm. They can control what their character looks like. Right. What world they live in. But also, Jace, right. it could be real. It could be real. I'm not saying it's not. You know, you never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could also be both. Yeah. It could be real. I'm just saying, hey, if you're the person who has 18 tattoos and a septum piercing, stop yeah. it with the stuff you're doing sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop yeah. getting so into tarot cards. Identity yeah. is such a funny thing, too, because people also find their identity in the and the thing that they're using to seek control with their life right and identity i mean i some don't you just see some people like you're talking about the septum piercing and mm-hmm. do you ever see someone and you just start fucking laughing yes and it's not like that person's dumb or they're wrong it's just funny it's I, just that in their mind's eye this is the this is you see a guy with a bass pro shops hat mm-hmm. and a shirt that says cool story bay make me a sandwich right and a tattoo of like woody woodpecker fucking and, love that guy and this guy when this guy looks in the mirror, he's going, he's going, this is the best version of myself. He's going, this is exactly what I was going for. Mm-hmm. I saw a guy on a date that looked somewhat like that with the Bass Pro. And, I, right. and before he walked out, he goes, this is the, this is the best version. Right. Of me. You remember that guy at the, at the fucking <laughs> diner that when we were, we were with Tim, we had to leave the diner. Oh God. Cause the yeah, guy we left came in, the guy came in dressed like, you know, fucking seventies, like, like he was in the Alabama shakes. And he just walks. He's like, oh, the big table, the big boy. I love the big boy. Literally like slaps the table aggressively like it's a fucking car he's trying to he goes, sell. May I yeah. perchance you in the selection of your wines right. this evening, my lady? And it's like it's a lady that barely speaks English. <laughs> at, yeah. They're three in the morning at a shitty diner in Echo Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's at her 11th hour of her, her full shift. And this guy's just clinging to this identity of I'm a really fun person. And it's just like I'm larger than he, life. like as he was talking, I wouldn't be surprised if he just started bleeding out of his eyes just yeah. onto the fucking table. A guy who just he modeled his personality off of a Saturday Night Live character he saw from like right. the 70s. He went to one UCB class and he's like, well, this is who I am forever. My lady. <laughs> I remember being on acid at a fucking Lord Huron show at the Greek. Great show, by the way. And I walk into the bathroom and I'm like tripping fucking balls. And I uh, sorry for saying tripping balls. I walk into the bathroom and I'm very high on acid. And I see a guy washing his hands and he's dressed like in the middle of fucking Echo Park. He is dressed like Clint Eastwood in a fistful of dollars. He has a big flap rim cowboy hat and the poncho going on the front and back of his body and cowboy boots with spurs on them. Wow. And he is just washing his hands. And then he has glasses like mine, like these clear frame glasses. And I was I was so high on ass. I just looked at him. I just started laughing because I was like the fucking mask you were wearing right now tech world indiana jones yeah exactly it was just like it was like it was like i saw him as a kid putting on his mom's shoes and his dad's tie and then like and then like walking into like the living room yeah yeah and just wanting people somebody to be like oh honey oh wow you look so grown up that's fun that's a good time dude i did find out i've been thinking about this this week uh some people i went to college with they do these things that uh they, they, they're like, uh, you know, 26, 25, 27. Uh-huh. And, you know, they're all like young married people, but they don't have kids and they're starting to get houses. Yeah. And like every week they have like these big like dinner parties where they all come over yeah. and they all like set the table and have they're these like big friends. dinners. And no, it's not. It's not because I know these people, uh, these people don't have fun. 
friends have fun together. <laughs> yeah. What these people are doing, Kevin, is they're like playing grown up. Yeah. It's very interesting because they don't have kids, but they have these houses and they have this money from their accounting jobs and stuff. And they just like, they all like cook and Dude. bring over food and they're just copying what their parents did. But when their parents were in their forties. Yeah. I, I love, I love a, a good dinner and whatnot, but there's sure. something that is visceral about that scenario that really kind of like sets me off a little bit. Like, so you come, somebody trying to orchestrate fun, right? You go to the door, you're an adult. You're, you're, you, mm-hmm. you're getting ready. They're going, you know, it, it's adulthood. It's a, it's, it's adulthood is what it is. And I think that's why I'm so fucking stuck. It's like the idea of getting ready to go over and get cleaned up, to go over to somebody's house that has been stressing all fucking day, all day. Mm-hmm. spending a bunch of money on fucking bullshit. Um, and then, you know, sp- slaving away. They come in, uh, you know, you're stressing out. You're probably fighting with your wife, but you get there and you're not even going to be fucking real. You're, you're going to put, you start to fucking take the dog out. It wouldn't have shit in the living room. Oh, but you're, you're in the kitchen with idiot. your wife and right. you're yeah. and a convo. Ding dong. Hey guys. <laughs> Oh, the Manzanitos are here. Guys, oh, right. how are you? Oh, my gosh. You bought us a bottle of wine. Thank you so Honey, much. Honey, go put it in the wine cellar. Right. Yeah. Go. Oh, guys, I got I got cigars for after the dinner. We're going to go... <laughs> We're going to go do that. Uh, and then you, you sit down and you, you go, what can I? She goes, oh, let me take your coat. Can I take your coat? And, well, why, don't you, and why don't you show Bradley the deck in the back? Yeah, right. It's the almost deck. done. Yeah, yeah. almost you done. You go back there. You're, you're rocking back and forth from your heel to your toe with a beer in your hand. Right. Just going, so how's everything? Uh, works good. Works good. You know, things are going well. How about you? Yeah, you know, just got a promotion. I'm, I'm, I'm working my way up the ladder. Feels good. Kids are doing really good in school. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, and then you have to. There, I've I've seen some people where you have to fake this like conversation of like, look at what we've done, like type yeah. of thing. Like I've I've been on that back porch and seen people being like, man, it's crazy, you know, just like what we did. You well, know? I, I've where seen, we are now, and it's like, yeah. what the what is this? We're all dying. Well, Shut up. I will say I did have a very funny moment with Nathan, uh-huh. my friend in Abilene, who we did crazy crazy shit. Right. I mean, he lived in the back house. Uh, behind this house, I had no power. Mm-hmm. And in the winter, when it was like 20 degrees, it'd be freezing and we'd be smoking cigarettes in the side, yeah. uh, inside, I w- playing Yoshi's story, getting fucked up. I walked yeah. into that house for t- 10 minutes one time and it made me sick being in that house. Dude, it was, a, we would get blackout drunk and fall asleep on the floor and just wake up covered in like bugs and dog hair. <laughs> and we just thought it was hilarious. We were snorting like hydrocodone off of this book we got. I'm trying to think of what the book was. I think, oh, it was a Tupac biography. Right, of course. And we thought it was funny to cut up hydrocodone and snort them off of it. Mm -hmm. And then take, we would just drink 40s. It's just a pain medication. Yeah. We'd drink 40s and play Nintendo 64 and smoke cigarettes until we couldn't think anymore. And we'd be freezing cold. And we do, we did, I mean, we drunk drove every night. I mean, we did crazy stuff in Abilene. There's stories I can't even tell on this podcast for just for legal reasons that we got ourselves into like yeah, specifically, the homeless, this, man. specifically right. this one with this trip club that was fucking crazy i'll tell you guys off mic 
You um, raped three women. Raped a bunch. <laughs> we went down to the ding ho and we crazy. We killed, I killed Tony Soprano. Right. That's right. Um, but uh, when well, Nathan was getting married, Jace, a mm-hmm. year ago, I pulled into this. It, we were with like his Christian family and his Christian parents, and right. like you know they've disowned him as as all Christian parents have when right. you have a son, of course, like me or Nathan. Right. And uh, he was it was a house wedding, so it was informal. It was just like he already got married and they came back, and everybody was praying in the living room, mm-hmm. and it was like live, laugh, love, and there's crosses on the thing. And me and him were in the kitchen, and we're looking out at them like you know, being very nice and very Christian. And I just pulled Nathan to the side and I go, we did such bad things. <laughs> yeah. We did horrible, horrible things. And he looks at me and he goes, I know. Yeah. He goes, I know. <laughs> I go, I pointed at them. I go, if they had any idea, even like a 10th of what we did, right. they'd kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they'd absolutely kill themselves. Yeah. <laughs> It's fucking funny, like when you're forced into like when I go back home, I'll see like on Christmas, I saw like a bunch of our family, and it was fine seeing them. You know, I like seeing them, but then there's like they're, they're asking me about my life, which I hate because well, then I feel he can't be real. Well, the, yeah, because I feel pressure to be like, oh man, things are going great. You know, we've got the house; it's like really nice. You know, I got the security job, like making good money, and then yeah. it's like you know, I'm just like I'm just working on myself, and you know, just building the bricks, man. Yeah, and you right. see a gun in the corner yeah. of the room. <laughs> that you yeah, my hand starts <laughs> reaching for it, and I'm like, I have to like fight myself. No, their yeah. hands reaching for it. I was <laughs> saying they have a. Oh, okay. it's like why do you have a loaded gun in every room of the house? I yeah, don't, things are great, and I right. want to protect it to keep being. Yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> but I just want to stand up and be like, I'm in hell. The, We're all in but pain. If you stood up and said that, they would go, "Me too." Right. Yeah, well, <laughs> like that, everybody just turns into Eddie Pepitone. That's what I was going to say, though, Jace. Is those situations? One thing that I've noticed is if you maybe family, maybe not as much, but I, I do notice like that mm-hmm. those situations where it's just like everybody's putting on a face and just like just trying to say what they think the other person wants to hear, yeah, yeah. so they don't really have to engage. Faces at a party. That's yeah, it. yeah. Um, I've been I've been in those situations, and sometimes you'll get into a smaller group or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm just going, you know, man, my foot's been bothering me. I've been smoking, you know, smoking. Do you you guys uh, want to smoke some weed? And they'll be like, Oh fuck, really? <laughs> like it's or or just like to to say something like, geez. Uh, dad's really uh dad's really having a couple extra ones tonight mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. whatever just a moment of being real mm-hmm. it will kind of break it up a little bit you right know? uh or gosh dang my wife's really pissing me off or whatever just, it, people will come back at that's you. how well that's what happened in college i was the first person in my college who was openly going to therapy oh i think you said so, we didn't say gay. yeah so i was openly out of the closet sucking dick mm-hmm. um and people would like you know in a christian college they'd be very much like you know we just like we're you know we want to get into the ministry and you know i just love god so much and then they would come to me privately people would message me i meet up with them and get coffee yeah and like here's the thing i can only come when i'm choking myself with a belt yeah what should i do about that i'm like oh everybody's just fucking diseased yeah yeah yeah. and just like stuffing it all down and then if you're the guy who's kind of honest about that people will treat you a lot of people either come to you secretly and kind of reveal that or they'll kind of treat you like you're the crazy person you know or they'll they'll have the like opinion like oh jesus my only therapist Mm -hmm. you know i go jesus with my problems like my bible my drawings people are like these are really sad i'm like everything i've drawn is a universal emotion that all of you fucking feel yeah you know what i mean you just choose to focus on the one Right. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You just focus on like, hey, this isn't know how I feel. You know, this yeah. is sad if you talk about this. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's funny, though. I like the one uh, when you uh, most recent one you did. Which one? Um, Name it specifically. It's uh, the one. Where Name it specifically, you liar. I got to look it up. 
I, I, I oh, if you loved it so much, how'd you forget yeah, it? You can't even remember what was on it. No, don't I, look at your phone. I loved it. It was so good. It was. Uh, you have to pull up my phone to it find was this one. Uh, yeah, I fucking. I loved this one. Uh huh. Yeah, this one. Yeah, that's that one. If I'm famous, everyone will love me. Right. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one you were thinking of your head, but you had to look up. It wasn't the, the Elvis Presley. It wasn't everyone one. go give Jace a follow on Instagram. Oh, I yeah, guess for it, sure. Yeah, yeah. I guess it wasn't the most recent one. It was the one I was thinking of. What was it? Uh, hey man, I really value the two two oh, men right. trying to relate, right, trying to for be sure. friends or show affection. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, not really a promotion funny. for my fucking Instagram, but you know what I mean. Anyway, I just well, take a look. I, I mean, just find it fucking interesting that that people just try to make their lives more boring in in a in order to seek control, and they do it through mimicry. They don't mm-hmm. do it through like a creative thought of like you know what I how I'd like to minimize my life and my stress and enjoy myself mm-hmm. and then like just do it and said they're like what did my parent like and this is a, a unconscious thing but like my parents have they would have dinner and everyone would have about two drinks but not one too many yeah hmm, i'm gonna do that with my friends even though 10 years ago i was in fucking ninth grade mm-hmm. right it's like jesus christ guys you don't even yeah. have kids yet like can you ch- chill the fuck out yeah you fuck live, them. living oh, I, th- I mean they're living like people that are like retired i think i think the best example of this for me and why it's probably frustrates me so much is i remember we were supposed to have we we used to do family christmas with the tinkins where it would be literally everybody in the extended family on my dad's side and it would be a huge christmas it was awesome and then when my grandpa died and like you know people because jay's fucked them. divorced and yeah i fucked his fucked grandpa them. to death yeah. uh fucked a warrior he wanted to do anal you know hey hey, hey bob wants yeah, yeah. what bob gets what bob wants <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he was shell-shocked dude yeah, yeah. that's right kevin's grandpa was actually mr hands <laughs> that's right um but we so we've been trying to do it and one year i remember the host canceled it mm-hmm. and she was like i just I just don't have the energy this year. The house is a mess. I don't want to have to like sit, be in the kitchen the whole time. And I was like, oh, just order pizza then. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. And they were like the scoff to that suggestion mm-hmm. that we would just eat pizza. And I'm like, it has nothing to do with this superficial bullshit. We just need to get together and be a family. Like, right. It's not about, you know, oh, you the good crystal is out. That silverware that you've kept in the mm-hmm. drawer that you never touch. It's yeah. Like, it's so They'll focus annoying. on these external things and then everybody's bleeding internally. And yeah. It's every, never addressed. Yeah. Everybody's super sad. You right. Know, it's just like, it, it's frustrating. I, I mean, do, I think, some, do some people not know that they're like going to die? Like the, you only get one shot. Yeah, I think. Like, and can you have a little fucking fun or at yeah. least most have people, a unique experience? Most people really bury that down, I think. It's easy to forget because you're trying to count to seven between telephone poles or not step on cracks. Mm-hmm. And I'll I fall mean, victim to it too. Like I said, my victim was like, Hey, thinking therapy is going to fix everything. You know, it's not, you know, it's, you'll make you yeah. better, but it's like at the end of the day, you just have to realize, Hey, this is fucking it. You know, you got to yeah. learn to just live like that. You know, I, I, I'd like to believe too, cause we were talking about like the supernatural and like, you know, mm-hmm. if what happens after you die type stuff and probably I, nothing, probably nothing. Uh, but I think no. the metaphor is <laughs> you go to heaven. The, the metaphor is or messed hell. up because it's yeah, like only hell exists. I, I I really I just connect so much, and I, I I just it gives me some version of hope that the Bible was pointing to something something uh-huh. in like the Joseph Campbell uh, type of way where every religion is trying to tell you some sort of right. universal truth to where you know the garden's perfect. Just you can live in heaven 
but you know, you just, you have to live judgment free. You have mm-hmm. to, you know, essentially just enjoy what you have as opposed to always judging everything that's going on. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I think that you can choose essentially to have heaven on earth, but if things were going so well for you, you'd probably figure out a way to make it hell for yourself. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, in I don't comparison even, or in any of that shit. Well, yeah, it's just I don't even think like I've kind of gotten to the point where I don't even think that heaven on earth thing type really exists. You know what I mean? Like it's just like I think like the 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 more the better thing for me is just accepting. You know, the way I feel at this, at this like fucking second is okay. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. Accepting it, what you have. Yeah. Uh, the resistance, I think, is like the hardest part of it. That's more painful than the pain a lot right. of the times. Yeah. Is the resistance to the pain, you know? Yeah. I don't like pain. <laughs> I don't like it. I resist it. Uh, but I. I think you've always done a good job of going through the the pain to try to get to some deeper truth. Well, yeah, you only like grow from like the pain and the failure. So yeah. like that's I mean if you if you're not seeking out new experiences and trying new things and trying to develop new skills, then I mean you might as well just be dead. Yeah. I probably should be dead. Well, you know, that's another podcast. <laughs> yeah. Probably should be dead. Yeah. Like you can't just be in like maintenance phase for like your whole life, you know. I right. think maintenance and rest and all that stuff is important, but like I mean, fuck, man, I have so many things I want to get into. I'm yeah. still not getting into them, but I'm like, fuck, it's still like years have gone by, and I'm like, I still want to learn that thing. Right, I still want to get into that. Yeah. What's holding me back? Well, there's mm-hmm. there's always something. It's like my buddy Chris have been trying to. He's been talking about moving to L.A. forever just to pursue Chris Gates. Chris Cruz. Chris Cruz. Uh, great. Who's Chris Gaines? Uh, that was Garth Brooks' alter ego. He's a comic. Is that true? Yeah. Is he, remember, he made an alt-rock alter ego, and everybody was like, this fucking oh, yeah, sucks. Yeah, yeah. Fuck he, you. But he's he's going to be moving out here, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to have him around more. But it's something that <clears throat> he's been kind of putting off for a long time. And there's always like a... It was usually like money or something. Like, I just... And I'm just like, you just have to kind of do shit. You just have to go. And, and try to try new things. Um, I don't know how to put that into use, but I do feel like it's a universal truth. Yeah. Well, know? it's a weird thing. I, I think I've noticed about like, if people ask me, should I move to LA? I've started just being like, no, you know what I mean? Cause it's not about the place. It's about following your conviction. Exactly. Cause people are like, I think a lot of people are like, Oh, once I move to LA, it's that same type of thing. That's when my life is going to be magical. Is right. When I move to LA. Right. And it's like, you can fucking Oklahoma city has an art scene. You can make art. And live in Tempe, Arizona, and just make your yes. fucking art and do the creative in, things. In you fact, do. I'd recommend it because it's less saturated. Yeah, you probably probably do be able to do it a lot more if you did that. But people yeah. have this fucking. It's the, I brought this up before. It's that AA saying: every town should have on its billboard out like "Welcome to Springfield." Every town underneath that should have this city does not hold any answers either. Yeah. Because that's a lot of attic type thinking is right. like there's one day my life is going to be magical. Right. Well, and in the most practical way ever, if you're planning on if you want to move somewhere to like pursue entertainment, at least if you're thinking about moving to L.A., try your shit out at home first. Mm-hmm. Uh, please hang out in your local scene and try to make it work on your own. It's going to be such a huge leg up. Right. I do not understand these people that come out and they're like, my first set I ever did, wanna, I want it to be at the comedy store. Right. Well, want, those people are just retarded. Well, I want everyone to witness me at my potentially and, worst phase of my comedy. And even though I think it is beneficial to live here to an extent, the people I know out here who are successful are focusing on how many people am I reaching online. 
So, I mean, that's also a factor too. But that's another thing when it's it comes to thing. when people are looking at, well, when it comes to any art or any, any art entertainment, you want to, like, if you want to be a commercial actor, yeah. if you want to act in feature films, yes, you should live here. However, if you can't live here, if you're making short films and posting things online where you're acting, someone might see that or you might grow a big enough following where you get hand I think that's the better path now. I mean, people have built like yeah. fucking Mike Judge. He built a career just off of making animations just because he was fucking bored. Yeah. He entered it like Frog Baseball, that Beavis and Butthead thing. He entered yep. that into like a film festival, like a short film festival. Got like a TV show off of that. So it's like, I think a awesome. lot of people are like, a lot of people have this, when I say life is magical, a lot of people have this vague hope that one day somebody's going to look at you and be like, you kid, you're the stuff. Yeah, in whatever yeah. field you want to be in and be like, kid, I'm going to make you famous and your life's going to be good <laughs> and there's going to be no more pain. Yeah. And every street you walk on yeah. is going to be paved with gold. It's like, uh, no, it's not. Your life is never. I want that guy. Your so life much. is never going to be magical, ever. And, and you know what? It's, Just yeah. start doing things. The, start making things. And that guy still kind of exists, Jace, but he's now they're going, they, they, they say, they go, wow, look how many people are looking at that guy guy right i i could use that guy because he has people Mm -hmm. so that's kind of the difference but i I was gonna say like in in terms of people going the it's it's interesting in terms of the dinner party people i was talking about is they do these predetermined paths of like this Mm -hmm. is how people enjoy themselves this is how people have fun right um the same people do it with the art they try to create where they go well this person moved here and hung out with these types of people and did this and then they got the thing i want Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna just follow that a b c d e and then most people that you really respect that really do have unique perspectives went about it in a totally different, unique way. Right. And I think that's what's important is you have to, you have to, you don't have to live here. You don't have to live in these two major cities. Well, you can create a following or create your thing from fucking anywhere. There's nothing holding you well, back um, anymore except yeah. a Wi-Fi connection. Um, America yeah, is sure. a land of all or nothing. I think that's kind of an American disease that's kind of put into us where it's like, I can't just create. I have to be the creator. You know what I mean? Like you see it like, it's funny. Like I used to have to watch hood clips and all these world star Instagram accounts for my old job. Yeah. And you'd see it's like the, the black version of that was like, I'm, I'm trying to build an empire and it's yeah. like, just start a small business, man. You could do that. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, open up a garage and fix cars out of it. You don't have to have a media empire mm. to be successful. And I think that all or nothing thing is like, well, if I can't be famous doing it, why would I ever do anything? Yeah. It's interesting right. you say that. Cause I feel like as of the past couple of years, I've actually just focused on my skill set mm-hmm. rather than being the creator. Right. Cause exactly. I'm like, well, what skills can I keep developing? So one day I can be in a position to, to be a creator. Right. Stop trying, yeah, to that be ever a, stop trying to be in a Marvel movie. Try to get an audience of 30,000 people mm. if you're trying to be a creator. Which is, person. by the way, almost impossible. Yeah, it's also almost impossible, but at least you're still making stuff. You know what I but mean? But not impossible. Yeah. Well, the goal should be the the art that you're creating. I mean, it's the outlet. It's the action of doing. We've talked about this before that, that a lot of times you're lying in bed or you're unmotivated to do something, you uh-huh. whether it be go to the gym or create art or invest in anything positive in your life and you hate it and you don't want to do it and you finally do it and you feel good about it. Right. You go, Oh, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. And then the next day comes around and you go, I should be drawing right now or I should be writing mm-hmm. jokes or um, anything. And you, then you go, no, yeah, well, I'm not going to do that. And then you do it and you're like, Oh, I feel great. Well, there is an interesting, I think dynamic, at least for me when you're like making art is like my therapist talks about this sometimes where she's like, she gets a little like hopey dopey and she's like, well, shouldn't the goal of art be just to making it? And I'm like, 
in my opinion, I don't think art exists unless it has an audience. That's part of the artistic process. So for me, a lot of it is like, oh, I want to make something so I can show all these people. Yeah, but, so, but often the best art does not take the audience into account at all. I think I disagree on that. I disagree. It takes the audience into account, but not all of the audience. And it takes it into account where it's like, I'm going to do to this audience what I want to do to the audience, not what this audience wants done to them. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. And a lot of it is when you, they talk about your voice mm-hmm. or, or uh, you know, a true artist isn't influenced by right. the, the masses and things like that. That's what I'm talking about. But when like David Lynch like makes a movie, he's probably like, I'm making this scene because it's really going to fucking disturb anybody who's watching this movie like good art you still have to care about the audience but also like fuck them they're not getting what they want they're getting what i give them yeah or that's what i'm saying or you could look at it like a singular person where if like you're if you're let's say if you're a stand-up you think okay louis ck is in the back of the room and that's the only guy i'm playing to right because he he has the best taste in comedy to Mm -hmm. me and you could play it that way or if you're well, who who has that quote, Jason? When you're writing, act as if you're writing to your dearest, closest friend who you value his opinion the most. I don't know. Someone wrote that, but yeah, I think yeah. that that's kind of a you're playing to an audience of one rather than an audience of whatever. Right. You're paying. Assume the audience has the taste that you respect. Mm. You but know what I ben, mean? I mean, I think you out of all people would understand that. You know, you gotta you you gotta do stuff that makes you laugh. You know what I mean? That's the. Yeah, I mean, it's at least not yeah. with, with well, art well, in general, maybe not so much. But well, you know. I've I've tried to go the other way. I've tried to do the thing that you're pushing against, and yeah. I just can't do it. So I think some some other people could be. I think some people could write a joke in John Mulaney's voice, or I think some people could draw a cartoon that's like Dilbert with the same. And I can't. Well, any, I can only do I it the way I think do I can it. do it. If I drew a cartoon like the ones I see that get twenty thousand likes on Instagram, I'd I'd fucking throw up. No, I don't think yeah. I. I don't think I'm smart enough and talented enough to know how to do that. I know how to do it. If I did it, it would make me fucking. I would. I would hate myself for doing it. Prove but, it. Like I go on the Instagram Explore page and I see these like artists who like have like a million followers and it's stuff where it's like chicken there's a one called like nugget the character it's a little chicken nugget and he just posts stuff he's like hey remember that you're valuable and you're loved and i was like ah this sucks that's so this funny it's exactly what you need you're like this is it's like no, speaking right it's to fucking you. the gayest shit ever yeah it's because it's it's not real it's so empty it's so empty and vapid and not it's real it's a live laugh love it's a live laugh love shirt yeah exactly it, yeah. It, it's mm-hmm. scripting mm-hmm. it's scripting it's just mimicking another thing right well i think i think what you're pointing at is it's a it's counterfeit you know what I mean? Anything yeah, exactly. that's counterfeit, any counterfeit is not going to be valuable as an original. Even if mm-hmm. you're counterfeiting gold and the original piece of shit is still a piece of shit. Right. At least it's original. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's, I was talking about my own comedy right there. Right. Uh, look, so, so Kevin, I do, I do agree with what you're saying, but it for me, it's not a choice, unfortunately. Like when it comes to, you have to do stuff that makes you laugh. It's like, I don't really have an option. It's not like this noble choice I'm making. I, I, I totally agree with you, uh, but at the same time, I think you are smart enough to sit down and go through headlines. And like, if somebody hired you to write, oh yeah, I mean that shit's jokes, easy. You could yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could manufacture a set 
that was, you know, catering towards Hollywood right now. You're uh, aware of enough of this stuff. It maybe, would kill you inside. Maybe maybe it's just too painful for me to do, so I yeah. can't even consider it an option. Yeah. Maybe I, that's it. But I, yeah, you're right. I could write. Well, that's when it becomes probably. more of, I think, just a job. You know what I mean? But also, it's yeah. a part of like, sell. you got to fucking sell it. And I don't think I'm enough of a sociopath to go up there and pretend that I think this shit is good when I fucking hate it. Right. Well, and that was a I'm, hard part with doing stand-up for me is I would go up there and I would know I'm not as good as the legends doing it. I mean, no fucking shit, of course. Yeah. But like, it was always in the back of my mind. It's just like, I'm not good. I'm not good. And I can't stand up here and pretend that I'm good. Cause that's fake. Yeah. It's judgment. I mean, it's, it's judgment of yourself, you know? Um, because if you were able to, and this is how I think in my head is if I can get past all those judgments, if I can get past all those goalies in the way between, you know, my mouth and my thoughts that I don't sit in judgment and all this shit, it's going to be, it's usually a lot better. I usually am able to connect to me. I feel good about it. Right. Well, I think but- what you, you naturally want to do is a, is a little more like, like what you naturally like is a little more accessible than certainly what Ben, you know, likes and wants to do. And that's, that's okay. That's just both of your guys. I don't know if that's that you, you need to walk. Down. I, I, as, as much as I'd like to point to my, my purity and my, my good hearted kindness. And that's mm-hmm. why I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's what it is. If it's, if I've just been through shock treatment therapy that I get very uncomfortable when we start talking about, you know, anything that's, you know, uh, taboo or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why this is, you know, therapy is to like, just riff on, you know, Chinese Tracy Chapman or whatever. It's like to try to get it. You know what I mean? To try to get me used to getting past those things. Cause I may mm-hmm. have the same style of humor as Ben, okay. but I taper it all down to something that's acceptable right. in my mind, acceptable to everybody. You yeah. Know? Uh, I mean, not to everybody, but uh, I don't know. Like I, <clears throat> I, I, I don't know. Cause I'm still, I still feel like I'm searching for that that thing that's like, Oh, I yeah. fucking love this shit. You know? Yeah. You should read like, um, self reliance by Ralph Waldo Emerson. It's a really good, it's hard to read, but it's Could like, you read it to me. It, no, I won't. I will never talk to you. Please? Um, that's how this podcast, we never talk. The time. irony of you reading self reliance to me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Sorry. I missed that. <laughs> um, he, he, he talks about his whole thesis on that is like, if you're making art or trying to live your life, the goal should be to be intrinsically a hundred percent who you are Yes, and speak to the things that are inside you that are important to you because, and this is like the hinging point of his whole thesis, because all of us are really pretty much the same. Like we all pretty much have the same consciousness with different parts stamped sure. into it. If you speak to something that's inside of you and is a universally like the universe beaming through you true, and you speak that out, people will recognize that part in themselves. And yes. that's how you make great art is by right. taking what's inside you, putting it out here. Mm-hmm. And then that is like some shining light for other people. Yeah, yeah. And I think you need to like understand on top of that, like kind of what you mean to people. Mm-hmm. I, see, I think that's important because I think that's when everything clicks because then you go, oh, this is why people like me. Right. This is why people enjoy my stuff. Mm-hmm. And once you can see it from their perspective, then you can live in that space. I have such a hard time with that. I really do. Well, that's the whole thing. That's the fucking golden secret of the whole thing is like removing that blind spot. Finally, especially so, in, especially in stand up, you yeah. have to know how people are perceiving you and you kind of like eventually if you're doing it long enough, you come up with a character that's who you are and kind of like the hat you, the, the peg you hang your hat on for the rest of your career. Yeah. Is like, you know, like Brian Regan, he's like, he's like, I'm the dumb guy. 
Yeah. I'm the dumb loud guy. You know what I mean? Mark Maron's like, I'm the cynical old guy railing against yeah. everything. Bill right. Burr's the angry, you know, blue collar or whatever. Right. Guy. Exactly. And the, like, the genius of Bill Burr, like, you'll see people kind of disappear into that and kind of lose it over time when they get successful. Like, the genius of somebody like Bill Burr is he knows his character still has to be an angry, uh, angry dumb guy. That isn't right. That's his character. So if right. like, he gets too many applause breaks, He'll literally say, he's like, don't cheer. I'm a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? I always right. point to Burr as a successful guy where it's like, well, look at, like, I always study what he's doing in his life because I find it very fascinating mm-hmm. because he has all this money now and all this success. But what is he doing? He's learning how to fly helicopters. Uh, I know you also need a lot of money to do that. What, but what else is he doing? He's teaching himself how to bake. Right. Yeah. You know, play he drums. Like, he's learning how to play drums, like fixing he, up old cars. He keeps learning all of these skills. Right. Uh, which I think is just, I think a healthy person who again is like tapped into that higher thing that makes yeah. someone a successful person is, you know, that's, th- that's kind of the world you live in is you yeah. go, let me go fail. Let me go figure something out. Let me go, let me get my ass kicked by something and get yeah. frustrated and then overcome it. It is a real mindset. Yeah. You kind of, it's almost like a vibration you have to tap into this vibration of just like, just fuck it, you know, like just fuck yeah. Everybody else, like in my life. You know? I yeah. was in the opposite state of mind the other day, and I failed hard at the ice house the other day. Because you were and trying to please everybody? I don't know. I think I was just, I, I was in my head a ton, mm-hmm. very self conscious. Uh, I showed up, and, and Vokey was like, uh, I, I ate it, you know. I he's ate another comic for anyone listening. Yeah, yeah. he's on Metzger's, Ryan Metzger's podcast. And, yeah. um, and he's like, I need to take a walk around the block. Can you uh, can you host for the next like four or five polls? And I was like, yeah. And I just was like not in the right headspace. Mm-hmm. So I went up there and did a set because he introduced me, and I was just it was fine, but it was just like I could feel myself showing how self conscious I was right. on stage. And man, it fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. I hate that shit. Yeah, yeah. I, and feel I you get don't. in my head so often. And it just, it's, it's a fucking bummer, man. You, you know what I, what really helped me in stand up with that? Cause I got, I used to get, I used to blow big shows a lot when I was still doing stand up. Um, I used to blow big shows cause I would get so nervous. And I wanted to go. So who's well, big shows, big shows. Yeah. Uh, big J Okerson, <laughs> earthquake, Bruce, Bruce, kind of open for any of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Ralphie may, Ralphie may, I killed him, you know, <laughs> had such a bad set. He died of a heart attack. Um, I, so I would, what helped me is like literally before I go up, I go, okay, let's go bomb. You know what I mean? Like literally like you're worried about bombing, go try to bomb. And if you do that, you'd yeah. literally go up with this energy of like, you'd say something incredibly, you know, for me, something I really want to say that's offensive and shocking. And then the act of me walking up there with this attitude of fuck it, I don't give a shit what you think about me. Yeah. That is, allows me to be funny and actually have yeah. a good set. A great way to interpret that is instead of like, instead of going, let me go be perfect. Mm-hmm. You're just like, let me try to go overcome something. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm giving myself the permission to fail because it's like, yeah, go fucking bomb. That's what you were trying to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you do try to, it's this weird, like fucking mind trick when you do figure when you are going up with that intention you almost always succeed if you're good at it well i i usually for shows and stuff i always feel like i can get into the right set even if it's not even if it's totally manufactured i there's something about a show uh-huh. where i something like clicks and the especially like open mics and shit i will start thinking about the comics opinions of me mm-hmm. and it's so toxic. Yeah. I well, mean, I, dude, those, I'm telling you those open mics are not good for you. 
They're not. Well, they're not healthy not even, environments. I don't think you don't so even either. have to talk about that in a comedy perspective. Just in a life perspective, that is something that will completely ruin your life and it, it's done that for me for a long time it's something i still struggle with right is well, walking I, through life caring about what other people think about you well and you want to be if if you want to be good at something go around people that are good at that thing mm-hmm. what, what harvey penick the great golf instructor for sure he's his 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 student said how do i get better at putting and he said go to dinner with good putters right and that's literally true. If you just hang around people who are good at putting yeah. and know how to putt, it's just you're going to start to think of yourself as a good putter. Right. Yeah. And you're going to start putting better. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also just maybe this might be advice for somebody like me who's more of an anxious type person, but just like just realizing like it does not matter what people think about you. It really, it, it will never Oh, fucking matter intellectually I ever mean, i i i mean i could be given the same speech right you but know? you got to learn to step into that and actually fucking be able to carry that with you when you walk you through do. life you i know and i'm trying to i'm you doing should. it sometimes <laughs> you guys I immediately get defensive because right. it's so right on the head you have mm-hmm. to be a person that someone they see it and they go i want to be that and you have to be a person that somebody sees you and they're like fuck this guy and that's good too you have to be okay <laughs> with be, that because it because it makes them insecure mm-hmm you have to be okay. Well, that's the thing is like if you're doing good art or being like a person you want to be or like being successful in whatever endeavor, you're going to, there's going to be at least one guy who's like, fuck that guy. Right. And that's okay. That's actually good that somebody's saying, fuck that guy. Yeah. 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 I feel like I'm turning into Gary V tonight. You really are. <laughs> uh, but it's good. I mean, uh, live, laugh, love, fucking nerds. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is good. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think it's all good. But I do, I consider, I mean, I consider your guys' opinions, you know, when I, uh, you know, anytime, I mean, all the thoughts that I go on through this podcast are, it's usually when I'm pulling up Twitter going, I'm going to tweet today. Uh-huh. And then I'll start to do something. I'm like, that's eh, not cool for the East Side or uh, Ben's going to think this is dumb or you know not ben usually but uh, jay so definitely will yeah no definitely he'll be like he'll send me a text he'll be like what the fuck was up with that and I'll, I'll respond to it once it gets zero faves after an hour i'll just respond yikes yeah 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 <laughs> yeah i mean i'm afraid of posting anything under my like real name yeah because of the way it'll I, I just hate that i'm not in control of the perception um, rogan was actually talking about this with bill maher uh-huh. uh, because rogan was talking to louis and they were talking about uh, like tweets and stuff like that. And Louis said, what's interesting is when something's in print, people interpret it differently. Right. He goes, because it's just talk. So if you call, if you say to someone, oh, you're, uh, she's a dumb bitch. People go, yeah, I mean, she's kind of a dumb bitch. Mm-hmm. But if, if it's in print, it's like, and then he said, you're a dumb bitch. People go, oh my God. Right. He, what did he say? Yeah. Fuck him. Well, then it becomes theater of the mind. It's like the same way a horror movie is scary if you don't see the beast. It's like that same thing. You're allowing my imagination to like picture, like paint what that was. Mm. The logic of the person that gets outraged at that is the same logic of the people that think that they actually have friends because of Facebook. You know what I mean? It's that same type of shit where it's like, it's like, this is not real. You're not going to be able to interpret exactly what's going on because you weren't in the room when it mm-hmm. happened. And you're not in that guy's fucking brain. You don't know what their intentions yeah, were. Yeah, right. Everything's filtered completely. And you don't know what that guy's communication set is. You know what I mean? So yeah, he may dude. even say things that he doesn't even mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and also, I've been, you know what I've been trying to study, Kevin, when it comes to social media? How do very successful people treat social media? And here's how they treat it. They don't read replies. They don't read mentions. Yeah. They don't read DMs. And they usually use it as a source of like positivity and light. And a lot of highly successful people don't use it at all. 
Yeah. At all. So, well, and, they, and, but look at how everybody else uses it. They're reading every reply. They're replying to people. They're replying to people's shit. They're, they're posting just any thought about like, fuck today or fuck this day or this is bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah. It's just like, and then you look, they usually have like no followers. No one cares what they say. Right. No one likes any of their stuff. Not that that makes you a loser. Right. But kind it, of a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it, you are, you I should kill yourself if no one's liking <laughs> your stuff. That's a hundred percent. Um, but I don't know. I'm just trying to like because now there's there's just a third dimension to people now, and it's the digital profile of them. Right. Yeah. And how how are other people using that? I'm trying to study that almost like a tool. Well, if you get pulled into social media in any way, that's like a disease. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're getting offended by stuff, you're disease. And also, if you're getting mad at people getting offended by stuff, you have the exact same disease. There's yeah. no there's no difference on that. Well, me and you have the same disease then. Hmm? Me and you have the same. I've gotten pretty good at getting pulled out of that. I just don't care. I don't give a shit, really. There's a great quote about that, Jace, where it says, don't argue with an idiot. Someone from a distance might not be able to tell the difference. Right, yeah. Yep. I think I read that on like a bumper sticker somewhere. It's a a far side. (laughs) Actually, you know where it was one of the admins on brianmanzella.com, which was a golf forum from the mid-2000s that me and Jace would read because they would study the physics of the golf swing. Mm Mm-hmm. And one of the admins had that in his bio. Some real lame lame shit. Yeah, real lame (laughs) shit. We were like early forum guys, but only for like golf physics Mm -hmm. websites. Yeah. (laughs) It's so stupid. Yeah, which even they would get in fights. They'd get in like screaming matches online because that's just. Oh, people would delete their accounts. They'd get banned from forums. You're supposed to pronate your left wrist on the way down. Hogan taught that in the five fundamentals. And how can you go against that? Somebody'd be like, give me your address. I'm going to beat your ass and kill you. Homer Kelly disproved that in 19. 1977's the golfing machine. How right. dare you? Yeah, just like referencing like work cited like right. long paragraphs. So if you get yeah, if you get pulled into any of that, I have to watch myself with the Bernie stuff now because that that'll that'll get me. So I have to be careful about people being like, Bernie should like denounce Joe Rogan's opinions. And yeah, because they act like he's a Nazi. Yeah, now. and then I found myself getting mad at that because it was like a classic example of the Democratic Party just sucking ass at getting elected. Yeah, oh yeah. But th- but then again, on top of all that, you realize Twitter is fake. It's, it's fake. Not, it's not real. That's what I was getting mad None at. None of it's real. I was getting mad at it, and then I was like actually going through the training. I'm like, oh, so there's fucking eight people who look like birds tweeting about this, just like no chins between any of them. Why yeah. am I giving a shit? It's just yeah. thousands of people that are controlling this dialogue on this website and they go These they disease go to, they're diseased people diseased people and anyone anyone you meet in person does has no idea what you're talking about right. you try to find someone that knows that uh, rogan endorsed endorsed bernie they don't know who either of those people are right yeah or they might vaguely know who rogan is they probably don't know who bernie these is. people yeah. are tweeting about they have like there's their eye is just a dark circle that's like what they've become. They're just like Gollum tweeting all yeah. the time. And you're letting that person ruin your day for some yeah. reason. Well, and that's kind of, I mean, that's that's kind of one of the reasons why when you reference stuff that's like deep internet, like stuff or mm-hmm. whatever, that I, I'm just kind of like, nobody knows about this shit. And you're like, people are online, Kevin. They know 4chan. Where audience, no, people do know what 4chan is. But well, they pe- know what 4chan But is. people are, people are very online. People are very online, but I'm saying like, and then also there, there's a shitload of people on Twitter that aren't looking at the trending topics and aren't getting fights with people. They're just sharing funny videos yeah. and looking at funny shit. Yeah. So, and then also I think if you're lo- listening to this, you can just intelligently put context clues on by, stuff. By the way, what's up? Uh, so last night at the, we did a labyrinth show recreation. Okay. And at some point uh, there were twice, 
uh, I think Vokey made a little St. James reference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew what he was talking about in the audience. Well, and then he was like, yeah. he, well, if they did, it, it was just, he's like, nobody fucking knows what this is. Well, people know what Epstein is, but no one knows the name of the island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I just it's so, it's so interesting because me and Brian were in the back just going I can't believe people don't know what that is. No, like, yeah, well we're kind of in a different circle. Anything you reference comedically, you kind of can't make a when you're pouring to a mass audience like that of people that aren't your fans. You can't. You got to stay pretty surface level with shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. Which that's uh, I mean I only perform to people who aren't my fans. So yeah, that's why I try to. But keep there it. is surprisingly stuff people, that will you call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. people. <laughs> There's surprisingly stuff that will just hit for everybody, it seems. You know what I yeah, mean? Weirdly. Yeah, weirdly. Yeah, like I used to always do that baby from Dinosaurs line, and everybody just knew what that yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. Just some weird, obscure reference for pop culture, and everyone goes, oh, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I said, okay, Boomer is Ludo last night, and people left it. Is Ludo? Ludo from the Labyrinth. Oh, oh Labyrinth. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. gotcha, gotcha. You were calling it The Labyrinth. Is that, is that a different movie? It's Labyrinth. The David Bowie movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's just, just Labyrinth. Is there another movie called The Labyrinth? No. So you know what I was talking about. No. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stabbing you in the knee. Yeah. It's like the, the Eagles versus Eagles. Wait, what? It's actually just Eagles. The name of the band is just Eagles, not The Eagles. Huh? The name of the band, you know, the band. I'm Eagles. just stabbing you again. Uh, <laughs> I'll keep repeating it. The more you say, huh? Yeah. So, yeah, same thing. Yeah. Or Pixies versus the Pixies. Yeah. 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 Or uh, gays versus the gays. Right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, my favorite band. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> oh, I apologize. Lord, I apologize. Lord, I apologize. Yeah. Well, um, Ben, have you... Uh, have you come along any uh, any deep government conspiracies or any uh, any uh, snuff porn you want to share with the the podcast? Um, no, I haven't gone down any holes lately. I kind of came to the realization that you know you even if you find the truth, that's actually the worst thing that could happen because then your life is in danger. Like, let's say there is a big conspiracy that X, Y, or Z happened and people died as a result of it. Yeah. Um, those people died because they had information that they weren't supposed to have. So uh, actually, the worst thing that could happen is I find out what actually happened. Yeah. yeah so think, it's a toxic thing. I think you could pursue. also make the argument that you're not like when you get really deep into all this stuff or like when I did, you're not really getting the truth. Because that becomes your whole reality. You just become convinced that everything is a pedophile. Yeah. And everything is a pedophile island, and that's not the case. That's not the truth. Well, and reality. the further you look really? into stuff, you, you realize there's so much disinformation on, or misinformation on purpose that's spread intentionally. Yeah. And a lot of reality is manufactured, and a lot of the lies are manufactured mm-hmm. to cover up truth. So, right. And, and it, it's a perfect system. There's no way to find out what happened at Mandalay Bay. Well, There's right. literally, you will not never know what happened. Yeah. And, and you it, can keep looking into it for years and years and years. And you might find out 30 or 40 years from now what happened. People right. find that out with like uh, stuff like the JFK assassination. And right. it's like, yeah, no one cares anymore. And the people that you're trying to incriminate are dead. Uh, yeah. People are finding out more stuff about Watergate. And it's like, yeah, but no one cares. And a lot of people don't know what that was. And those those people have died. So yeah. what are you yeah, going to do? Dip your toe in it. You know what I mean? Don't like dive in. Don't make it your life. Well, yeah. we're 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 able to gorge on information now. There's so much information. It is out a digital there. age. You, you know? can literally spend your time 
on stuff that just doesn't matter to your actual life at all. And you could spend your entire life worrying about all this shit. It's like about something that happened in the past or something that doesn't affect you. And meanwhile, you know, you're 600 pounds or whatever. Uh, you know, you haven't cleaned your room, you know, uh, you, you know, you haven't made your bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's, ten, it's just ten rules. Uh, conspiracies and stuff. It's like, it's, it's the same as like science fiction. It's just escapism. You're just trying to escape from the reality that you're you're chained into. Yeah. Sometimes I get chained into realities. Yeah. And that's what what we were talking about earlier. I think it's kind of the similar thing where it's like, oh, you're trying to make your life a little magical again. You know, yeah. I have the truth. I have to bring the truth. You know, I'm a disciple for, you know, mm-hmm. fucking Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. You're now you're some fucking messenger. Right, you, you, you're just it, ruining parties. Over it's and over the again. same thing with yeah. flat Earth people. They're like they their lives are filled with this deep meaning. Yeah, they have this big secret that no one else knows, and it's up to them to spread the message. Right. Well, you know what got me out of reading the Epstein stuff was I was at a party, and I brought it up, and then somebody else who was like a bigger fanatic started just go like just was screaming about it, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I hate this now. I yeah. hate that. <laughs> this is yep. Just like what it you are, you know yeah. What I mean? yes. And I've been finding out more people online that are obsessed with a lot of this stuff are actually just like like I found out one big account. I'm not going to name it that spreads a lot of Epstein stuff. Supposedly they're like a sex offender. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, it was Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if uh, Alex Jones and Joe Rogan and all those guys were actually doing the PizzaGate stuff? Oh, and, and they're just trying to screen. throw the scent off, right? By saying it was Clinton. The perfect crime. Perfect crime. Crisscross. 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 They'll make you jump. Mm-hmm. Mac Daddy. Uh, Throw man. Mama from the plane. Throw yeah mm-hmm. from from the Lolita Express. The Lolita Express. That's throw. right. The that, Mama is Hillary, uh-huh. and we're going to throw her off the Lolita Express. Right. And yeah. Billy Crystal is Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Billy Clinton. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I love Billy Crystal so much. Such a funny Jew. Danny DeVito <laughs> is Chelsea. Yes. Yeah, yeah Chelsea, Chelsea Clinton. Clinton. Yeah, 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 because they're both. I tell you, I'd rather fuck Danny the wheel, folks. <laughs> hey, how about a uh, hey, new character? Okay. Tranny DeVito. All right. All I right. Like I don't like that. Okay. I don't like that. No, no, I want to see where this goes. No, I don't. I don't, I don't ben, like you got, here's the thing. Two strikes, three balls. Okay. But, but I have to set up the, okay, he's also, it's, he's with Tranny Glover. Okay. Stop saying Tranny. Well, it's their name. Wait, I want to give him one swing at this. Okay. Two strikes, three balls. So they're uh, Glover. I won't say the name again, but you know, the first name for the bit mm-hmm. is getting fucked in the ass by DeVito. Yeah. And he goes, I'm getting too old for this shit. Strike three. You're out. <laughs> Strike three. <laughs> I just- and the game's over. <laughs> I'm making that like, <laughs> I'm getting in your face. Just right. fucking yeah, screaming at you. It's a good bit. <laughs> yeah, you're kicking dirt on me. The, the whole, the whole dugout of like Pepe's right. and everybody gets out and they're like, right. is the you're, Kroibers, yeah. you're they, calling me a cocksucker. A bunch of Kroipers and Wojaks yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit. You cocksucker. <laughs> you're in a baseball game. They go, now please rise for the national anthem. And then you just do that joke mm-hmm. with everybody's heart. And <laughs> and then uh, the flag yeah. the picture of the flag and then <laughs> and then just been being like so he's like fucking him in the ass yeah and then but they're gay but they're trans too <laughs> and, then and then jace walks up and turns his baseball hat around and kicks you out right 
You guys keep bumping noses together as you're screaming at uh, one that's another. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take yeah. me out to yeah. the ball game. Man, that would be so great if baseball was just online. <laughs> it you're is. Just, you're thinking of backyard baseball. Well, no, if just like memes played each other, that'd be awesome. Like people would get oh, behind that wow. if, if it was like the Washington Pepe's, right, which that's sure. what it would be because the Northwest is just filled with Nazis. This yeah, week, sure. one does not merely goes up against that's the T, sis. <laughs> Dude, that would be great. I mean, we just did it, you know. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. How? I mean, what? How would you even quantify it, though? You know. What do you mean? Like, uh, you know, what's a double? You know, is a single? Like, how do you do a home run? Oh, it'd just be the same baseball. Oh, but just with Pepe's and Groibers and shit like that. Okay, like animated. Yeah. The teams people want. Yeah, the and, York- and the Redskins are still the Redskins. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. the actually, cat- every team is now the Redskins. The baseball. <laughs> yeah, every team is the Redskins. All catchers are Groibers. Um. <laughs> Yeah, you put a groiper behind the plate, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The pitcher is some sort. Oh, the pitcher is a Chad. Okay. Yeah, the pitcher is definitely a Chad. Okay. I think. Um, yeah. The Slender Man is first base. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> he has such long arms. Okay. All right. Such a. It's good. He plays center field. I think. Mm-hmm. You put three Slendermans in the in the outfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think so? Oh, you got to do it just for the reach. But then he's gonna reach up into the stands and grab a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the problem. Is you hit a pop fly to him, and he's just staring at a child in the audience. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. How about you put Jeffrey Epstein at shortstop? Okay, I like that. Wait, what's yeah, the yeah. meme for Jeffrey Epstein? I mean, he is the fucking meme. Oh, he is a meme. He's I a see. meme. Right, right. The, man- the manager is Grumpy Cat. Yeah, and and the owner, oh, good. Jace, the owner. Uh-huh. This, this is going to be a little too epic, so I need you to really brace yourself. Okay. It's Bill Murray. <sighs> wow. But, but hold on. Bill Murray in Zombieland. That Bill Murray. That is pretty epic. Yeah. Man, it's, it's Bill Murray, but with the poster like they did for Obama. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Smedge the cat is third base. Which one is Smedge the cat? Smedge is the one who's in the chair, and that the lady on the reality show is like yelling. How do at you him. know the name of the cat? It's Smedge. It has like fifteen million followers on Instagram. We got dancing Shaggy at shortstop. <laughs> no, Jeffrey Epstein's at shortstop. Oh, sorry. Right, right. I, I I think second base would be. It's the dancing baby from Ally McBeal. Oh, fuck. yeah, the original meme, dude. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. What is it? Strong Shaggy or something? I can't remember. There's yeah, something. that's a more obscure meme is that Shaggy has like no, otherworldly powers. I, people know about Shaggy, dude. I, don't know about I guess that. you put a. I people guess, know. Do you put Baby Yoda at first base? Baby Yoda's. He, he's not even out of the minor league. I, I think. <laughs> he just dude, started, dude. Dude, Joker's in right field. Joker's in the right field? Yeah. Wow. Just doing the dance. Uh-huh. You know what? Baby Baby Yoda is actually the little rosin bag that they use on the pictures. <laughs> they're just like, they're just beating up Baby Yoda and then throwing him in the dirt. <laughs> that English guy with the surprise face with the curly hair with the big eyes. You know what I'm talking about? Huh? He's in an audience. He's like this. Oh, yeah. Wide, wide mouth gay guy. You yeah, talking yeah. about the Trollolo guy? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, he's uh, He's like... Uh, I'll, I'll here. I'll, I'll pull it up for you. Uh, but yeah, no, he's a. Uh, oh, dude, he's selling peanuts. Guess who's at bat right now? <laughs> who's at bat, man? It's Master Chief. Wow, and he's about to crank one. I'm officially like, <laughs> like maybe two minutes ago, I really hated <laughs> us talking. <laughs> yeah, that guy. No, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> oh, <that guy. laughs> yeah. Well, you can't put a GIF. A GIF isn't fair. It's got to be a meme. It can't be a GIF. I mean, this is memed out. Yeah, it's like, do, would you say a GIF's a meme, James? I would really just love it if we stopped talking about this. Okay, thank you. 
Um, what's our timestamp at? Not because it's offensive, because it became so corny. We have to do something funny before we get we finish this podcast. Yeah, now. we got to stop recording at like midnight. Yeah, it's so hard to get maybe, tuned up for it. I know. We should. Uh, I feel like this was a good episode. He thinks it's good. <sighs> Jesus Christ! What a fucking loser! What bad perception well, about we've what's done, good? We've done episodes where it's just literally a sling blade. But more retarded. That's true. Is the bit. Yeah. It's like, what if Sling Blade had Down syndrome? Yeah, I know. Just every just brain damage. Every, it's like, well, every midnight podcast we start starts with us going like, yeah, you know, like, what if Baby Yoda was gay? Yeah. It's like more the energy. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's literally that. Yeah. I should try to make fun of you by doing a bit that I think is stupid, but is in the same tone of voice that then becomes canon to the podcast. I, I dare you to try. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Um, what if uh, they wanted, you know, have you watched the Mandalorian? No, I don't have Disney. <laughs> don't have Disney plus. Well, you love baby Yoda, but you know nothing about him. Everybody loves baby Yoda. What do I need to know? He's fucking baby Yoda, dude. Well, they find out that he he's the they want him. The Empire wants him uh, because he gives uh, great blowjobs and he's just right at the perfect height. What if what if that was the truth? Mm, okay, Dang one it. one strike. I'll give Kevin one more try to. No, do. It's, yes. I can't I, I manufacture. Didn't, I didn't care for that. Yeah. Oh man, what if um, <laughs> what if uh, okay? What about Boss Baby Yoda? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Mm. Okay. He's like, mm, put that cookie down, you will. <laughs> what if it's... Cookies <laughs> are for clothes. Yeah, I was going to say Baby Yoda mm. in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that movie? Boss Baby Yoda. No, no, no. Which what? is a spinoff of Glengarry Glenn Ross. Yeah, Glengarry Glenn Ross. Yeah, but he yeah, says yeah. that in Boss Baby because it's played by Alec Baldwin. Mm. At one point, um, Boss Baby goes, he calls his daughter a, a pig cunt. Because it's Alec Baldwin. It, it's it. weird how like all are cunt in the commercial. No, you remember that famous voicemail where he called oh, his daughter yeah. a pig cunt. Oh yeah, and yeah. everybody was just like, "This is fine, right?" That's Put him Al- on every episode of every television. <laughs> That's show. just Alec being Alec. Yeah, uh, he called his daughter a fat pig and a cunt. Yeah, yeah. isn't a it? Cunt. Isn't it weird how like all art is starting to mimic itself? Where it's like the boss yes. baby is loosely in the universe of Glengarry Glen Ross. Yes. It's like there's movies about the making of movies. There's right. TV shows about the making of a movie or a TV show about movies. Right. Or yes. Like- well, you go to like a you go to a superhero movie and it's like a lot of jokes about Footloose or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it. D- like I told you, like I, I saw the Wonder Woman trailer and I literally was I imagined the part where she picks up a Rubik's cube and looks at it and a guy just coming. In his pants, Ooh. and it just made me violently yeah. angry. Well, yeah, that's the new formula that works. It's eighties nostalgia mm-hmm. combined with a reference to. It, it's a spinoff of a movie with book combined with eighties nostalgia. It right. did that, and now yeah, Wonder Woman, and there's another Stranger movie, Things, Ghostbusters, yeah. as well as doing that. It's an eighties right. thing. Wonder Woman puts on a slap bracelet and roller skates, <laughs> mm-hmm. and people like flip out. They yeah. literally rockets turn come out of their feet mm-hmm. and they shoot into the sky. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. she starts talking about Walter Mondale and. People People like fucking their heads explode. I don't scanners. know. Mondale. He ran again for the presidency against uh, Reagan. Yeah. He's talking uh, about a uh, dole or whatever. That's the nineties. Oh, okay. Um, but, but uh, Jace, I think, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but that Oswald Spangler guy who predicted the fall of the third Reich, he wrote that book, the decline of the West. And he viewed, I'll wrap this up. Very he quickly. predicted the fall of the third Reich. He did in 1938. He wrote a letter saying the third Reich will be, be completely gone in, in a decade. And everyone was like, there's no way. He's a hater. 
Yeah, he was a hater, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, no, the third. I mean, they're so the Nazi Party's so powerful. There's no way. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you know. But uh, he he viewed civilization as uh, an organism that was born and then would die. And there was there was a spring, summer, fall, and winter right. for every civilization. Before and, paintings, famously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So in spring, that's when we would actually create our finest art and society would be at its highest. That's when we have like the Sistine Chapel yeah. and, and the, the the music that was being played then. And the blah, Beatles, blah. yeah. Yeah, the Beatles, Sistine Chapel, <laughs> okay, all in the so, same era. So he said we would start to enter the winter of civilization. One of the telltale signs of it would be that art would begin to mimic itself. And I think the kind of the first reference we really see with that is like Andy Warhol. Uh, but yeah, art is, about pop, pop art about culture. art, um, pop art. That's what they uh, call it. So, and he said another sign is that people, uh, then we went into a state of Caesarism around that time when art would begin to mimic itself, which means people would just openly want a dictator. People would uh, give up all of their rights and uh, to one person if, if okay they well it seems like we've avoided that so far so that's a good sign <laughs> um yeah I don't know if that's you're saying that reflects something yeah so uh, he seems to be some what, you mean sort if, of if bernie gets elected yeah dude <laughs> yeah real dictator sorry dude. please continue um i had a bernie guy call me today and try to get me to volunteer what a fucking bitch it's good i mean that's what you have to do to what, campaign i almost thought about canvassing but then i just decided not to they they call me and they're like, you can do it from your own home. Go to this website and you go to you know BertieSanders.com and right. register or whatever. What do you Yeah, guy try to get me to canvas for Colonel Sanders, folks. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you nice. what, if that now that's something I'd support. Yeah, no, that was rude, I think. That I would yeah. campaign. A bucket for. of chicken in every household. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want it. A car in every garage, a bucket yep. of chicken in every mom's hands. Mm-hmm. But do- the one percent gets all the wings and the thighs in the bucket. No dark meat. <laughs> only white meat, only the best meat. I'm sorry, Ben. Please continue. I was just I I've I haven't got to talk to anybody about this, but what do you guys think it means that like art is just mimicking itself at a rapid rate when it comes to memes and the movies you I, see in the I TV think shows? A, I think it's a combination of I, I think on a positive side, it's a combination of uh, the fact that we have technology today and ways of making uh, film specifically and art. Um, in a more effective or more, you know, eye pleasing way today. So a lot of people will justify, Oh, we can remake Batman because this time, you know, we can really do it upright. I also think it's a, it's a, a symptom of society getting less intelligent. Um, the fact that they'll just take this stuff. The so fact think that we're devolving. I, I, think I don't it, think we're devolving, but I think, I think people are being rewarded for churning out the same type of stuff. And you can look at that in a good way like you know saying joseph campbell's the hero's journey it's the same story over and over again doesn't mean those stories are bad uh, but they're yeah. slightly different but they're all around the same skeleton it's like the hero with a thousand costumes now folks that's right come hey, on folks I'm the okay. hero with a thousand genders yeah right. uh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty good do you, that's pretty good i'll, I'll harken back to i'll something. tweet that you know yeah, yeah. jay said something on the podcast that really made me think and that was what if uh thanos could just <laughs> snap his fingers, mm-hmm. you know, and make art good again. Yeah. Right? You know what what I mean? if Thanos made the okay sign with that? Right. He yeah. makes hand. the okay sign. So no! I also think it it's doesn't a, do anything. It's just very racist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a matter of, of recording things too. I mean, even in the small world of like jokes, you think about how many times, 
you look at something that's posted online that's a joke or a stand-up shot or things like that and the comments that will be like oh this was done in 1972 in this commercial that they did for you know pop save popcorn or something mm. and like that's the, where i get all my material oh, from. I, I did that nobody will ever find it <laughs> Nobody will ever realize you've been stealing. Except those advertising people at Pop Save Popcorn. Oh, they, they, but fuck them. They've they been got, emailing hey, me. They got their paycheck. They can shut the They're fuck up. They're trying to sue me. Yeah. I also do think it's the, it's the corporization of. They got their inter- 30 pieces of silver. <laughs> what, they're Jewish? <laughs> well, what? I don't Come on, know. Kevin. Come on, Kevin. Jesus Christ. Well, anti Semitic. Um, we love Israel. Yeah, Judas Iscariot is a very anti Semitic um, cult yeah. hero. Um, I think, I think it's definitely also the corporatization oh, of entertainment where, you know, you watch these Marvel movies and shit and it really does feel like, like I've said this before, it feels like Enron made a movie where it was like, it was directed by 18 people in suits in a conference room being like, yeah, all right, we need a cute sidekick. Who's funny. Um, he eats a well, lot of talk. We need a fluffy little and, animal. To yeah, the kids. We need a fluffy little animal. And then, um, you know, people like humor. We've done studies that say people like, um, humor. Yeah. Um, so when, uh, when they defeat Thanos, they should say a line that is right. humorous. And then that's how every movie gets fucking made now. Well, I mean, uh, and some of these movies are genuinely entertaining. I enjoy them. I sure. like watching them. I like eating um, candy. I, but I think it's just, it, it does come down to kind of just like dollars and cents at the end of the day. Cause people are, they're not willing to invest money into, a movie that doesn't already have an established audience. So it's much easier to just say, and that's, that's part of the problem is it's the American people. It's the people are dumb and they vote with their dollars. So the arts, almost all of them are very dumb. So they choose bad things. Would you say like the art is a reflection of the society? Well, yeah, I think it's more just that I think corporate corporations have gotten smarter because people, you know, it's become a study. How do you run a corporation like Harvard business school? is teaching people that. And, you know, back in like, I feel like the seventies and eighties, it was more like, yeah, we fucking, you know, whatever. We made a car that kills people when it crashes. Who gives a shit? We're fucking, you know, Ford. (laughs) We're unbeatable. And now it's like, we got to give people exactly what they want. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And a lot of the big companies that, that did that already, they're controlling a lot of the, the means through which by, you know, those things can be made or be advertised or promoted. Right. Um, it has to go through a certain way. And so even, you know, you're talking about like a car or something. The 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 spirit of invention has been uh, destroyed by copyright. You know, uh, the the trolls that are doing right. copyright. Well, I'm not even saying so much copyright. More the fact that they're like, okay, what do people want? They want to pay twelve thousand dollars for a brand new car that gets sixty miles to the gallon. So now everything looks like you know a fucking Hot Wheels car made out of plastic. Yeah. Versus a 1950s like Buick that looked like a beautiful piece of like metal art, but like it was not made for what people actually wanted, but it was beautiful and it like ran forever. You know, engines would run for like 30 years. It's the same thing with movies now where they're like, okay, what do people want in movies? You know, we used to film the conversation because we could just make movies and people would fucking see them. Right. Cause there's nothing else to do. But now they're like, Oh, what do people want? It's like, they want, they want fucking fat Thor to be like, try to fight Thanos. And then he farts when he does yeah. it. A, a baby Smurf movie. Yeah. People want a baby Smurf movie because most people are very, 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 very dumb. Well, and, and that's the problem with a democracy is that it's controlled by the people. And most of them are terrible people and they're very dumb. So Greece didn't even try out a democracy for that long. From what I understand, like, they right? I, I don't think they had it for that long, like a hundred years or a couple hundred years. Mm-hmm. That's not a long time. So we're kind of the second, are we the second uh, 
place to kind of do it, like to try it out? I mean, uh, time, you mean, or the second yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. I would say probably, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think. I don't know about the ancient civilization so much. I mean, the Mayans uh, definitely had some civilization shit that went down for a while. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know if we've had like a postmodern civilization last for more than, I don't know, 200 years or how, how yeah. long, however long we've been postmodern, maybe since, I don't know how, how late the official. Yeah, I don't fucking, is. I don't fucking know. So I, I guess this is just like the six mass extinction then. Maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just like I, everything just becomes kind of shitty. Well, <laughs> like everything just becomes. Yeah, gray. that's what I mean when I say I think the boring thing is the truth. It's just like there's not going to be like you always talk about like, yeah. And then like dinosaurs are going ri- to rise from the grave and rape Trump in office. Yeah. And the Chinese are going to be bayoneting mm-hmm. babies in the streets. I don't well, think they that's are gonna, doing that. I don't think that's just going to happen. I think they are just, doing. That. Well, they are doing that. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's just going to be like, hey, when did all of America become a Walmart? You're just like, right. you're going to wake up one day. You're like, oh man, everything is just a Walmart. I sometimes right. I think when I think of a dystopian future, I actually think that you wake up inside of a store. Uh-huh. Like I think eventually America will be like, it'll be like America presented to you by Walmart. Right. And like Walmart will somehow buy this country and buy the government mm-hmm. and everywhere you go, you can shop and buy stuff. Right. But nobody has any money anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Except like 1% of people. Or like everyone is just automatically in debt just by being alive right. and they have to work for Slavery the Slavery comes That's back, real. but it's just people working for Walmart for food yeah. and shelter. Everyone's just a Walmart greeter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. The newspaper on your front door, it's just a pamphlet with right. all the you're on a you big, You're on a big plantation with like Sam Wall and his family. Mm-hmm. You're just wearing a big white suit with a hat. Yeah. Okay, what about this, Ben? Okay. You want a Rube Goldberg machine mm-hmm. that goes through a long, you know, period, like a chicken, you know, gets scared and lays an egg, and then it goes down and waits. It picks up something else that cuts a string, and then uh, at the end, yeah, uh, you know, you're in bed, you know, and you're it just a guy just falls in your ass <laughs> at the end. You, you right. start it by just like, Pushing a marble, yeah, and then at the and there's end, like a monkey with symbols, yeah, and like, yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, for and sure. it's playing the Pee Wee Herman music yeah, yeah, the whole yeah. time, and then at the very end, just this big fat guy <laughs> in a leather mask <laughs> with a zipper over the is over he rock hard? Oh, has to be, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, that's part of the Rue Goldberg. Is uh, at one point. <laughs> It, it turns on a train that's on a circular track that has a feather on it, mm-hmm. and it just tickles his dick and balls as it goes in a circle. That's right. And it, it gets just his gets dick hard. hard. Well, and his dick, it gets so hard that it actually, uh, <laughs> it, uh, it turns on a speaking spell, which actually says the magic words that makes his dog bark, uh, and then the dog knocks down the, you know, the dog bone, and that goes... <laughs> You know, down to the yeah, dominoes. The dog bone goes up his ass, which makes him even harder. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So and then I'm sleeping in bed, like on, like face down, like mm-hmm. on my belly. Yeah. Right. And so he just falls from the ceiling. Yeah. And I, directly. And just, yeah. There's actually another guy there that has to come into a cup, and then when the cup fills up, it it moves the weights down, and then it hits some more dominoes. Mm-hmm. A pube Goldberg machine. A pube Goldberg <laughs> machine. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so retarded. I know. That's I. I'm That's try- good. Okay, I've been that was thinking good. about this for months. That was good. Just so oh, you're like you're like Eminem riding on the bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like gay plus retarded. He just got his headphones right. in. It's, it's, he's just listening to animal noises. Right. You like, only got one bit to say something gay and retarded. <laughs> Would you blow it? 
Dude, it's it's yeah. me. Just, AIDS mile. Yeah, AIDS mile. I've been just trying to think of the perfect wedding gift for Ben. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like oh, the Rube Goldberg machine that fucks you in the ass right. at the end. <laughs> uh, Man, I love losing myself in the bit. I love losing. the way Eminem would lose himself in the music. <laughs> yeah, in, in the, the, in the rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You mm-hmm. can't ever ever let it go. No, Mm-mm. you only get one shot. Yeah, he's talking about saying the word. Yeah. <laughs> You get one shot to say it. Did not miss your chance to blow. Mm-hmm. I would love them to remake Eight Mile, but he's just starting a podcast, right? <laughs> for sure, yeah, yeah. And he's just going down in the streets. They're all podcasting, like sitting right. on a stoop. Yeah, yeah. They just got their H six out, yeah, like, like Rogan fifty eight. Yeah, it's up. like hustle and flow. Like Rogan comes into town. He's like, I gotta get Rogan like my po- fucking podcast, man. <laughs> you guys ever see Hustle and Flow? No, no. Oh, damn. You guys hate black people. <laughs> I you haven't see seen. It. I have friends like that who are legitimately like, "Oh, you haven't seen eighty-five black things? You hate black people." What? Why'd you point at? Oh, the time. I just wanted. Oh, two twenty. Jesus, two twenty. We're going late into the night. Yeah, we we can't start at eleven thirty anymore. Why we'll not? Start earlier. Well, let's uh, let's do it at six o'clock on Friday then. Okay. Well, every Friday. I mean, people DM me if they don't like the episodes and the only one I got, I've got DMs from was one where we like weren't funny at all. And we all just wanted to kill ourselves. I can't remember which episode it was. All of them. Yeah, it was all of them. So it's just any episode. Yeah. (laughs) We did get some, uh, someone DM'd me with a link to every episode and they go, what the fuck, man? It wasn't funny. (laughs) Wasn't funny. Didn't laugh. Uh, we did get a couple more reviews uh, on uh, iTunes. Yeah, yeah, cool. So thanks for that. We appreciate it. We've been asking <laughs> oh, for fuck. it. Did, you were looking like you were gonna read them. Did we get second. an email or something? Or um, I don't. We're not since because we recorded these so close together. Um, hilarious start to finish. A quality pod for quality folks. Saw Ben, aka Ed McMahon, on one of my favorite comedy shows, Infowars, with Alex Jones. Ben very eloquently said, "I'm kind of retarded." And I was instantly inspired to listen to his podcast. Good work, fellas. Oh, so we're getting some InfoWars listeners. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's great. And we're up to 127 reviews. Uh, keep that going, man. Keep those reviews coming. Uh, we really appreciate you guys listening yep. to... Uh, uh, I mean, talk about trying to find ourselves and have our own voice. We kind of just talk about whatever the fuck we want. And, uh, you know, it's serious to emotional to yeah. uh, offensive. We're kind and, of the badasses of the podcasting yeah, world. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. Dude. Yeah. We'll, hey, we'll, we'll talk about Pepe right. and Cry on the same podcast. I don't give a fuck about, like, what your, like, sense of decency is when yeah. it comes yeah. to my podcast. Oh, I tell you, uh, so uh, Chris Estrada was at uh, the uh, Ice House the other day. Not Lupe like, Estrada. Not Lupe Estrada. Shout yeah. out to Lupe Estrada. Love that guy. But uh, Chris Estrada, uh, uh-huh. love that guy as well. Yeah. Uh, he's, he was saying that he loves the pod. He's just like, you guys are saying anything bad you're just being funny right stop being self-conscious mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah I'm okay <laughs> <laughs> you're mad <laughs> yeah, oh I, I just can't accept it sometimes he's like, right he's 100 because right. no one cares about anything actually yeah, yeah nobody gives a shit nobody cares anything. Yeah. dude i don't know if anyone actually does care about anything i don't think so really no except <laughs> themselves <laughs> not yeah. really yeah everybody cares about themselves and then jack shit after i think that. there's some people that get really upset that like people eat meat or something like that like there's pita people and stuff like that uh-huh. but i mean other than that it's like that's kind of it right i want to i want to find somebody and pay them to yell nobody cares during all the speeches at your wedding <laughs> just from the crowd like Nobody gives a shit, man. 
Like, I love this guy, Ben. He's always been there for me. We grew up through some hard times. Well, we no one would changed. say that. Nobody would say that? That I've been there for them? That's not true. You've been there for me. Even when I'm here, I'm not here. That's actually How could true. I be there? Yeah, that is no, you true, have yeah. stop. I'm not going to let you ironically uh, turn away from me, giving you a comment. I'm not ironic. I, no. I'm a spacey guy. I'm usually not present. Well, it's, sometimes uh, you are. a huge Kevin, strain on my relationship. You know what? Kevin's sometimes you fucking are, Ben. I'm not. And I'm, I'm pissed off about no, this. No, I will not. If you if you call me and you need me, I'm, I'm going to sense it. I'm not going to pick up the phone. Yeah. That's the kind of guy I am. You call me, I won't be there. <laughs> Whenever you need me, I'll be oh. over there. <laughs> I won't be around. Because, baby, there ain't no mountain short enough. Ain't no river shallow enough. Ain't no valley flat enough to give a hand to you. <laughs> yeah. Who wrote that song? Uh, Marvin Gay Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin Gay Guy. Yeah. <laughs> It was Marvin Gaye, and then who else sang that song originally? I don't know. <laughs> Aretha Franklin, the turtle from the TV show. Aretha Franklin, yeah. the turtle from the TV show. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. That, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's 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 wrap this shit up, guys. Anything we want to put on the? I, I think we should yeah. try to be funny for like five to ten minutes. I tried. I talked about you getting the, Rube the pube Goldberg, Goldberg machine. Pube Goldberg machine. That's probably got to be the name of this app. Pube Goldberg. Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, have you blown any dudes lately? Ben, uh, lately yeah everything i mean does today count <laughs> it does i don't know i i, I what do you want to uh end on that's fucking hilarious you can i could just put up a maybe we could just show a picture of me naked hmm. i'm trying to think we don't want to we don't want to scare the listeners no it's hilarious folks <laughs> trying to think of oh well kevin's gonna get mad if i do this bit just do it do you know what a simp is kevin Nope. Jace, do you know what a simp is? Nope. Damn it. Fuck. It's an online term. It's about, it's, we we it, have it, to just wrap it up. We don't have a, to do A, a simp is just a guy who puts like pussy on a pedestal. Okay. <laughs> like a guy who's a simp. Like he's always in girls' DMs. He's like a reply guy. He's a fucking simp. Okay. So I was thinking of the Simpsons. Okay. And Bart Simpson, he's writing on the board. But it's just him replying to girls online. Okay, this but the same, the same reply up. with the, with every e girl that he follows. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's just, I just keep going. Okay, all right. Okay. By the way, uh, you, you, uh, uh, Bruce told me the other day that he heard this from you. He's been doing this bit where he's finding a, a, a joke in the trash can, and he reads it. And it's uh, like, brother could never do nine eleven. That's my bit. Brother have to do it on nine twelve yeah. and shit. Yeah, but he's like, I, I just found this joke. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. funny. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a great way to set it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah Voki texted me asking if he could do a bit that I said to him like three yeah. years ago. I was like, sure. I don't. I wish I, I, I know I hijacked you, but, uh, but can I get some gas money? Mm-hmm. I should just give them gay Asian guy bits since I don't do that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just sell all I'm your doing all your bits. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I good. just do all your jokes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gay Asian guy. It's a shame. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, hey, it's a, it's, somebody needs to carry that torch. I've done that on the podcast, right? Um, I don't think so. Have I been? Uh, yeah, I think you have. Okay. Yeah, I think. Should we try to do stand up again, Jace? Maybe. 
<laughs> I think you should well, do we it. We just, just looked like at it. each other's eyes and we're like, "There's no way. There's no." Way. I just don't want to go out. You know, I don't. I, I have nothing against doing stand up. I just don't want to be at an open mic. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. When I think of, I'm like, Guy's house is like 15 minutes. From yeah. Here. I no, I've thought about it a couple times. I'm like, ah, I should go out, and then I just forget. You know I, what I, mean? I think about like finding parking. I'm I just like, want to hang out with all the people I like that I miss. You know what I mean? Well, they're not there anymore, unfortunately. Really? Everybody quit. I mean, there. I it it is weird. It is weird that uh, just I don't recognize a lot of the people anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still, of course, you know, some of the the mainstays, but a lot of people. I just there are a lot of new people, right? You know, but uh, so we're not going to be funny before we end this podcast. And we're at two hours and thirty minutes at uh, this point. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. We just shouldn't record late anymore. I think it's just we get kind of Polk Polk spacey. sent me a. Polk sent me a thing, uh, a comedian who will be unnamed. He wrote an article that said, uh, a comedian, he's a friend of mine. His last name is Polk, whatever. Fuck you. Andrew Polk. Um, Yeah, Andrew Polk. (laughs) The great Andrew Polk. He sent me a screenshot of a a comic who I would not name on this, but he he wrote an article that said, I did a thousand sets last year. Right. And here's here's everything you need to know as a, that I learned as a comedian and what you need to know as a comedian. (laughs) Yeah. You can probably guess. I know exactly who this is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know exactly who it is. I can't wait. I almost want to just name him on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Cause that guy sucks. It really should be like killed in the streets. Yeah. Not that dramatic. Anyway, what yeah. what was the what was the thing he sent you? He just sent me that screenshot. I like I threw my phone across right. the room when I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing I'm kind of been hinting at, like kind of touching on this podcast. I've been thinking about the past couple of days. It's like, like do people not know they're going to die? Like some people have spent like the last 25 years of their life like just doing open mics, mm-hmm. and that's fucking it. Mm-hmm. And then 25 and then, years, you think? Dude, some dude, t- t- ten years, twenty five years. What's the fucking difference? It's yeah. a decade of your life. Some of these people have been, dude. A, a guy we know died recently, who was just doing yeah. open mics forever. Who died? Huh? Can we stop doing stuff where we don't, where we have to know the person? Oh yeah, I forgot. He well, died. it doesn't yeah. matter. They don't need to know the name of the person. Ralph, never it's Ralphie. It's Ralphie May. It's yeah. Ralphie May. Yeah. So what about him? Um, it's just crazy. It's just crazy to me that they spent their life just doing. That's the only thing they did, and then they just died. Well, I think it points more to the fact that just like you know that article where it's just like you know just because you did something a lot doesn't really necessarily mean that it's going to turn out mm-hmm. great. You know, yeah. one of my favorite uh, terms with drumming that I think is good for everything is. It's not practice makes perfect. It's practice makes permanent. Mm-hmm. So if you're practicing at doing something the wrong way, it doesn't matter how many times you do it. Well, you actually have to do it the right way. With, with comedy, I think you should just either, like you're either good at it or you're not. I don't think for the most part, anybody who's bad at it gets funny. That's not true. I'm going to get good one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> so I just think, like, I think it comes down to me. It's like, you should never tell anybody to chase their dreams because most oh, people's dreams off. are, most people's dreams are really bad and they're bad at what they do and it'll never work. No, out. I think you should just develop a skill. I think you should focus on a skill. I think people are doing too many things actually. Just like, focus on I a think- skill, do what makes you happy and stop worrying about the results and stressing about shit that you can't control. You know, if you enjoy something, do it. No, know? but I'm talking about like the practice of the thing, Kevin, which what you were saying too is like, I think too many people dip their toes in too many things. They're like, oh, I kind of like drawing or I kind of like graphics or, or I kind of like, I make music on my synthesizer sometimes and I do all these things. It's like focus on one fucking thing and get really good at it and let then that guide you through the, through the goddamn thing. Yeah. You know? Well, if that's being funny, then be funny in as many capacities as you can, but 
you know, I'm not saying if like if you're trying to be a, like stand up like you, don't try to be a comedic actor or whatever. Yeah, because it's all the same shit. Right. I'm saying people that are like, oh, I do music, I do a little graphics, I do a little of this, I do a little of that, and it's like, dude, you're getting older. Like, fucking focus on something. Yeah. Something. Hone in on it. Get yeah. better at it. Yeah, I'm trying to get better at fucking. That's what that I mean. I've been trying to hone that skill. Yeah. I've been really putting a lot of time. Yeah, that's a dragon you'll never catch, buddy. I ejaculated a thousand times this year, and this is what I learned. The 10,000 Cummings rule. Yeah. Make sure you have lube and tissue paper available. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Always, under no circumstances, do you jerk it without any type of catching mechanism. Like your mouth. Yes. How many times do you think you have fucked, Kevin? Three, <laughs> maybe four, probably tops. I wonder how many times I've fucked. I probably have had sex. I know how many people I've had sex with. Let's see, 15 how many? years. Hmm? Men or women? <laughs> uh, well, gender doesn't count. Oh, right. Okay. I probably, well, zero women. <laughs> <laughs> I probably say I have sex anywhere 15 times, say. I think I've had sex like probably maybe 350 times. Do you do you know the number of women you slept with? I do. Is it over a hundred? No. What the fuck? Well, I thought that's. Well, we have friends that have slept with over a hundred women. Yeah, they're fucking whores. Not a hundred. It's up there. It's twenty nine. Is it a hundred? No, it's twenty nine. I is slept it, with twenty nine women. Is it ninety nine? I slept with a hundred guys, <laughs> but only twenty nine women. Yeah. yeah, I probably had. And those twenty nine women, I thought they were guys. <laughs> what I was talking about. Yeah. It was. Yeah, they were. They were doing the Bugs Bunny thing where they wore a dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jace they just had really big clits. Jace just <laughs> putting dots on yeah. their cheeks to make it look like they have yeah. stubble. They kept being like, "Why do you keep trying to stick my clit in your ass?" I was like, "Oh, I thought you were a guy." I've. So. I think I've had sex somewhere between. If I'm doing the math right on it. Somewhere between like 450 to like 600 times. Really? It's not bad. Yeah, not too So bad. like, and you've been married for 15 years? Yeah. So you have sex like 50 times a year? Yeah, probably something like that. So you that's, have- That's where my estimates come from. So you have sex from. twice so you, a month. You, you've had sex for, for every- years. Three times a month. You've had sex for every second of material that you have. Yes. So you have, yes. You, you have sex once every 10 days. Uh yeah, that's probably about a, a, that's a good, good estimate. Yeah, it's that's a, pretty good. every Sunday except for the third Sunday. I've been saying that for a long time. Yeah, that's so pretty, literally sex once every ten days. Yeah, probably. About Wait, really? Like that. Yeah, probably. That's not like bad that. at all for a married guy. No, I. I mean, you make it sound like you're like you're like wandering through the desert with well, like a ketchup packet. The problem is, is the, <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking. Yeah, <laughs> my wife makes me. You know, she makes me put my dick into one of those uh, decontamination machines. You know, and then it's like behind glass, and then right. it's like it seals around my dick. So it's like, yeah, and it goes, <laughs> and then like a powder comes out mm-hmm. uh, with what do they call that powder? The talcum de- powder, the delicing, right? They make it de- and then mm-hmm. I, she hoses it down with right. like uh, apple cider vinegar, and yeah. then and mm-hmm. then uh, it's like your dick water. is going to prison. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm allowed to put it in, but not move it. <laughs> Soaking three times a month. Soaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's, you know, so that's why it's, you know, it's not as great. It's like yeah. a real NASA. Based on how experience. you talked, I thought you had sex twice a year. No. Yeah. No, you're, you, you're doing great. I think you had sex like once every four months. Yeah. No, For a I, married guy, you're doing really great. I've said it on stage a thousand times. You know, I, I still, you know, I still have sex. You know, I say it all the time. Guys, I have sex. I have sex. You act like you never fuck. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You carry yourself like a guy that hasn't got pussy in a coon's age. 
I, 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 what? The, it's not a racist term. I don't I, know why people get upset. Well, you know it what means people are It's because a raccoon with. lived like 12 years and that's what it means. Yeah, but you know, also not great. You should also, you could also just start uh, saying things in Chinese that happen to sound like Ching Amer- chong, <laughs> American words though. Right. You're like, I don't know why people are getting upset. I'm just imitating pots and pans falling. <laughs> yeah. Ching chong, ping pong, ping pong. Why are you upset? I'm, what? I'm what? Michael Winslow. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? I, I'm really good. Ching chong, ping pong, ping pong. What? That was eight cups falling. No, I mean we keep it. We keep it in line. You know, we put it on the Google Calendar. You know, it's. Uh, <laughs> right. It's you. You call into a conference call. You dial this special number. So mm-hmm. many of the things in my life that have been successful have been things that I have done without emotion, and I I will say that even about like marrying my wife, like picking the person that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with was not like, it was not like motivated by this deep passion where I was just like, Oh, I can't breathe without you. You know, I just, she can't breathe. It was me literally looking at her as, and, and like seeing if we would actually work together for a long time, like really thinking about it. You know what I mean? The, The courting process. Yeah. I mean, it was really a whole, a whole thing. And, and so like even sex, it's like, look, if we're going to have a healthy marriage, we need to make sure that we're having sex on a regular basis, yeah. even if we're not passionate about it. Because the reality is, is you go through life and you get busy with kids and work and all this shit. Um, then, you know, it can fall by the wayside. So you kind of have to prioritize. Yeah, it can fall by the gay side. It can fall. By, that's 100% mm-hmm. true because, you know, before, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it is, buddy. I get, you know, my wife sends me off into the woods, oh, you know, yeah, camping with my buddies. Yeah, your buddy. And I haven't fucked in two months. Uh-huh. Those guys are getting fucked. I'm bathing them in the hot springs <laughs> yeah, and then dude, I'm fucking them. Like a marshmallow over yeah. the fire, dude. Just yeah. sticking a fucking wire hanger through their ass. And my wife knows how horny Roasting dudes are them. for me. So Make, just if, making them crisp. Yeah. Oh. Squishing them between a cracker. Crunchy crunch, baby. Put some chocolate on it. Oh, yeah. Caramel even. Melt some marshmallows on my dick. <laughs> yeah, I bet. You know what I like to do when I go camping? I like to put three marshmallows on my dick and then stick it over the fire. I like to light it on what? fire and then when it, right. when, it, when it catches on fire, then I wiggle my dick back and forth. <laughs> but it's, it's rough because right. sometimes you, it starts to peel the, the outside skin of your dick off mm-hmm. and then eat it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I have, I have little uh, uh, dick juice on my fingers. And mm-hmm. You go, kumbaya. Oh my gosh, I'm so sticky. You know what I do is I is I uh, I have my dicks really hard and I put Jeez. a little metal rod on top of it uh-huh. and I have a my balls are resting in a cup of water mm-hmm. uh, so it's like magnetized mm-hmm. and then my like if I just stand very loosely it'll guide my body in the direction of north yeah you know so I know how to get out of the you, <laughs> you know what what I do when I'm camping <laughs> is I'll like my friends will go to sleep and then I'll, what I'll do is I'll I'll lay down um, next to my friend where my dick is pointed right at his mouth, but mm-hmm. not in it. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll take a, th- a cup of warm water and mm-hmm. then I'll put my hand in it and then yeah. go to sleep so that I piss into his mouth. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, God, who did this to me? But I just get to, <laughs> I just get to pee, 
hiss in his mouth and that's how I come. And then I also come into his mouth. Yeah, yeah. And there's a huge cum shot on the side of the Yeah, tent. that's actually a lot of people don't know if you put your hand in cold water, you just come during your sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's true. Milk, actually. Yeah, it's milk. Cold milk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what I like to do is like to uh, pierce my dick with a nice Prince Albert. Yeah. Like heavy gauge, mm-hmm. like a zero gauge. Right. Really a big <laughs> hole. Oh, sure. And then I like going down to the junkyard. And I'll, I'll pay the junkyard employees like five bucks mm-hmm. to turn the magnet on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off. Mm-hmm. And then my dick just keeps getting pulled right. towards the magnet and mm-hmm. then goes away. Mm-hmm. And then because uh, you wow, yeah. And then I always, uh, I always have a, an old Volkswagen Beetle mm-hmm. to come on to because I know that the, it was Nazi engineering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. That <laughs> is right. <laughs> All right, I think that's probably a good ending uh, for the podcast. Sometimes they turn the magnet on too strong, and I just go flying up in the air yeah. by my dick. Like the brave little toaster. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and as scary as it was, it did stretch it out right. a few inches. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do we do this kid in middle school. I know we're wrapping up. We do this kid in middle school had like a birthmark on his dick, and uh, we would joke that he like uh, like got his dick stuck in a toaster. Because he tried to fuck a toaster. Was he had jam on his dick? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Because it was like kind of black on the end or something. Oh, he had a black birthmark? Well, not black. He was like a cancer. Like a brown birthmark. Okay. Like Like a birthmark birthmark. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So we always joke that he fucked the toaster. (laughs) So when we'd have like bread, we'd be like, Yoo-hoo. Oh, Doug. Woo-hoo. I'd like show him the bread. Like the idea of getting horny. What a fucking bully you were. I want to do that. I would, the people I was with, I was too scared to do shit. You would like tell that. them to do it and then yeah. watch them do it. There yeah. was one gay kid in school who you knew too. That you threw hot dogs at. I did not do that. Right. They would, on hot dog day, they would sit at the end of the long cafeteria table and take the wieners and then roll them down <laughs> to him. Jesus. And just act like they weren't doing like it. Like he was at a bar ordering yeah. a beer. And it's those shitty hot dogs that they boiled like probably 900 in a pot at right, once that are like yeah. half cooked. So they're like really rubbery and bouncy. Mm-hmm. And people would just kind of like toss it down. And it would like make me almost piss my pants laughing at the idea of it. I, I but love- it was all, I also knew it was so fucking mean, but I couldn't help but like turn right. purple trying not to laugh. I saw a guy get towel whipped on the tip of his dick one time Ooh. and I almost shit myself. It was so funny. <laughs> I like fell on the ground like somebody shot me. That's brutal. Dude, I, I like the idea because uh, this is, I, I think this kind of encapsulates like you. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of you seeing these guys making fun of a guy for being gay. Yeah. Um, and then you, like in some sort of very kind altruistic like yeah. autistic way being like seeing that this kid's getting made fun of for being gay and they're throwing hot dogs at him and you're like I'm gay <laughs> and then you're like start oh like I laid up on the gay cross yeah you laid up on the gay cross and I nailed to be the dildos like- through my stigmatas <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. You you became gay. Yeah. Here is so- Ben Avery, the king of the pubes. Yeah. yeah. Above yeah. your head. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I, well, I always to, to be in this situation, we were freshmen and he was a senior. He just did not care at all. Right. He was like, fuck these people. He would suck off the hot dogs. Yeah. yeah. And he liked it. He yeah. shoved well, them up his ass. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. He's, he put mustard on him first and yeah. shoved them up Yeah. His fucking ass. gay bitch. <laughs> fucking guy that got hazed. Fuck him. Yeah. He put relish on his asshole and yeah. stuck the hot dogs up. 
fucking guy that had <laughs> a beautiful Chicago hazing. style hot dog. Yeah, with the pickle on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ass cheeks is the bun. Right, right. Yeah, he'd be he go to a baseball game and they'd be like, hot dog, it's shot. He's like, one dog over here. Dude, that would be the guy would, asshole. Yeah, the guy would throw up behind his back and he would just pull his pants down <laughs> if, and catch if, up his ass. If the guy's like, hey, man, come on. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to be a gay hot dog. <laughs> if, the, if the gay guy in the Sopranos had any real friends in his life, mm-hmm. like for his birthday, he's like, hey, what's his name? Fucking uh, Vito. Uh, is Vito? Yeah, Vito Spadatore or hey, whatever. Hey, Vito, I got you the perfect birthday present. You're going to love this. It's mm-hmm. right around the corner. Uh-huh. And then he goes around and he sees just a foot-long hot dog in a guy's ass right. with like cheese whiz and shit. And <laughs> right. Like, is that a Chicago well, style yeah. dog? And then <laughs> right. he like, he grabs, he's like, not yet. And then he grabs a, a pipe from a piping hot uh, <laughs> stove top of, of chili and then he just puts it in the guy's ass okay. and then he's like okay. is that a Chicago dog for me man how you know man? Mm-hmm. nobody's ever done something no, so nice to me right and then he picks the guy up and he just slowly eats his ass with the hot dog right. in it well a lot of people don't know how he would have gay sex because he was Italian is he would take two <laughs> meatballs and put a breadstick on top of it, and then he would just suck those off and they walked in on him doing that he's like oh I was just eating these I was eating the meatballs yeah he, he likes to dip a dick into a, a plate of oil and vinegar with pepper on it yeah, yeah. Before he- he's like you know in Italy they don't even put sauce on the dicks <laughs> I think one of the I think he the first the dick up in a fork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He puts a little tracks. His his condom is a little tracks <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. I think the first lutes like very crude sex act I learned was from this kid in high school. And he's like, "Oh, you never like chili dogged a girl." Did he show you how to do it? And I was like, what's a chili dog? He's like, you shit on a girl's chest and then you titty fucker. Yeah. Coming yeah. from a kid who had never had sex. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's what all these are. Yeah. Nobody's doing that. Right, right. Um, With the fucking drunken pirate. This fucking what's yeah. a drunken pirate Houdini? That's where you kick her in the shin and then come in her eye. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are things that aren't real. Yeah, they're not real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like to do the whack a mole where you're you're fucking a girl and then you hit her in the tits with a hammer. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that a thing? Uh, yeah, it's called a whack a mole. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. I, I blumpkin is a thing. I think I, I I I know a friend who knows a guy who used to like to get blumpkins. Mm-hmm. That's well, a real. It's thing. a real thing. It's yeah, where sure. they you take a shit while getting your dick sucked. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. I mean, I, just I do reverse. Time, really. We also have that on the on the Google Calendar. I do the I do the reverse. I I get my turd sucked while <laughs> you come in the toilet taking a dick. No, I'm t- wait, no, I'm taking a piss while she sucks to my turd. I guess. Wait, now how would it work? Maybe maybe. Reverse Blumpkin. No, no, reverse Blumpkin would be me reverse, shitting into a. A reverse Blumpkin would be somebody shoving something up your ass while somebody else is punishing your cock. Like okay, so putting so, a hot rod on it or something. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. So, so someone's ridiculous. biting my dick while someone's shoving a turd up my ass. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a yeah. That's a plumpkin. You know oh, what about what about a clumpkin? And it's just the clumps. Okay, <laughs> so you're just getting hamsters shove up your ass. That's right. You yeah. know how like in um, that are really Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> in, in, Look at my boy coming. Look just at my shoving baby ob- obese hamsters. Yeah. Up Look his at my ass. baby come. It's like, uh, you know, in movies, like a woman will eat a banana to be like, have a, like, oh, she's really sexual. She's showing her. Right. Mm. It's like some girl's trying to flirt with you, and, but she just goes into the bathroom while you're uh, taking a shit. 
And then she just takes the shit out of the toilet and is like, hey. And then <laughs> She's deep, holding it in her hand. Deep throws it to show you that she doesn't have a gag <laughs> reflex. <laughs> yeah. I used to have this picture. And she's of, doing it all sexually. Mm-hmm. Like, Did oh. I show you that picture? I, I'll find it again, but it's of that kid that really fucked up like 17-year-old kid in high school. He's clearly in the stall and he, he's wearing a fedora and he took a, he has a picture of him shoving a, his own turd in his mouth. You don't have to find that, that. he like took I, on I a shitty you know. flip phone, like a Motorola razor. Uh, it's one of that. the worst pictures I've ever seen. I've sought it out multiple times. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm going to just wrap it up right here. Cause if you guys have been here this long, Hey, we appreciate you. Uh, please leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram at uh, Jay Savory at Morpheus quotes and mm. at brain jail pod. And of course I'm Kevin taken, uh, if you like us, this is the nicest thing you could do for us. Send us an email, write us a review. We'll see you next week. Yeah, we won't do a sleepy episode again. Yeah, we probably will. <laughs> the feeling of if this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna take my dick in the back. Oh God! Hey boys. I love you. Fuck you, Kevin.